All right, it's time for the moment we've been waiting for. 15 plus years, three characters are coming together for a climactic showdown we've been anticipating all this time. I'm talking about Dragon Ball Super Broly. We're here to talk about it. I'm talking Victor. about the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's glass, isn't it? It is glass. Oh, it's glass. Okay, we're not talking about Broly. Welcome to the Fake Nerd Podcast. I'm Sparks. What Joined with. Oh yeah, what number is it, Brandon? One twenty-six. Hey, it's episode one twenty-six. I'm joined by Brandon T. McClure. Hi. And Ryan Eliopoulos. And Ben Magnet. Oh, we're doing the show right now. Sorry, let, let we are put, doing the show. Let me put my phone away because I was playing that stupid Good. game. That mm. Kingdom Hearts game. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. It's in the afternoon. I know. That's the joke. <laughs> I know. How you guys doing? It's been a, it's been a, it's been a while. Uh, Sparks, been a couple weeks for you. Uh, yeah. How was your how was your time off? Oh yeah, you weren't here last week. I remember now. I was not here. I was celebrating someone's fiftieth birthday. Oh, yeah. He's fifty. Yeah. Doesn't look it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't act it either. Yeah, my friend Scott. Yeah. Uh, uh, my friend Scott the Seder over on the Seder Sphere podcast. Ooh, oh, no. Nice Is he a half goat man like Danny DeVito, <laughs> where he talks about musicals and stuff? It's great. That's cool. He talks about all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so you want to be a hero, kid. Well. No, it was great. I haven't gotten to listen to last week's episode yet. Sorry, guys. It's okay. I didn't listen to it either. <laughs> I was too busy watching Dragon Ball with you Ryan. You know what? Oh I actually God. did listen to it because uh, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I wanted to experience that fun again. Mm. So I listened wow. to that It one. was a good one? Especially my, my upset. My yeah. upset. Yeah. You, you heard it here first, Brandon. I don't it like has fun when Now I'm that I was so close to winning, I don't want a 10-point game anymore. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. Because I was, was going to win. And then, yo, 10 points, I heard baby. you telling me about that, yeah. Yeah, qu- yeah. quickie. But, uh, yeah, I, I won. I would give I it to Ben anyway. <laughs> yeah, I would have given it to Ben anyway. Like, the, 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 the thing was, it was going <laughs> to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. I, l- I really enjoy doing that. Me too. Yeah, it's I a lot of fun. I hope we can get him on again. Sparks, I hope you can be on that one. It'll be a lot of fun. So we'll see. Yeah. Depends on when it. you schedule him. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did this one on purpose. I did. <laughs> I did because it made me laugh. <laughs> Um, how was your, how was your, it was your week, Ben? And don't say work sucks. Cause we know. I wasn't going to. I'm glad. You always do though. No, I, I know, but I wasn't going to this time. I'm just going to say that my body is completely and totally ready for Kingdom Hearts 3. I bought freaking. Uta- yeah, we're about a year out, right? Shut up. Get out. Stop we, saying that. We are like five days away, right? We're almost a week away. We're oh, like, we're oh. like two podcasts away from him having played it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like the, cause it comes out. We two- don't release podcasts yearly. Oh, we release our annuals yearly. Hey, there you go. No, so I'm just in full. So I got um, Utada Hikaru's EP with the both um, the English and Japanese Skrillex. songs. Yeah, yeah, for Face My Fears and Don't Think Twice. And then yesterday when I was at dinner, my girlfriend tells me, he's like, oh, yeah, Sparks wanted to let, let, t- um, let tell you something, that you can get the Kingdom Hearts emojis from this Disney emoji <laughs> game, and if you play it, so guess what I freaking do? I get the damn emoji game, and I've been trying oh to play boy. it so I can unlock the Kingdom Hearts uh, emojis, and it's like, oh, you need 200 gems, and gems is like the really high-end currency that you- You gotta grind, baby. That, yeah, you gotta grind for that shit. So I- do the dumb thing and spend a dollar ninety nine to get two hundred gems to buy the box because of course I really want Sora, but I got Aqua instead. That's they got you. And I got ten they hours. Got le- you. Good. I got ten hours left to clear the event. Yeah. So I can get Sora as an emoji for my phone. <laughs> I, uh, oh, it's not even for the game. It's for no, your phone. Well, it's you, really, you, you, you get them in the game, okay. and then any emoji you get in the game, you can use on your phone. No, I, I thought you meant you can use them in the Kingdom Hearts Four or Kingdom Hearts Three. No, PS4. it's not oh, even for no. the. Oh, PS4 then game. that's not even as cool as I thought it was, Ben. I'm sorry. No, not worth it anymore. Because <laughs> like when Mortal Kombat and Injustice came out, you can play those mobile games and get free skins for the PS. Four game. Yeah, I thought that's what Kingdom Hearts was doing. No, you shouldn't have spent two dollars, my dude. 
<laughs> well, luckily it was only two dollars. It's only two dollars. That's right. Yeah. Because originally it's like it's on sale. I was like, oh, this is normally for ten ninety nine, but you can only get it for two dollars. Eleven dollars. Fudge! I'll just get it for two bucks. Are they cute emojis? At least they are cute emojis. Right, that's fine. Remember when there were free iPhone games? No, no this there works. still are. They're no, just not. This good. is still free to play, <laughs> but it does have microtransactions. Yeah, it's only free it. until until it's not until, until you decide yeah. you really need the thing. You need but you can still play microtransactions. for free. Um, how was your How was your week, Ryan? I don't know. I'm just been blinded by Super the last like n- like four months. Of for my reference, life. he, he really Dragon has. Ball Super. Yeah, I've watched so much anime in the last like two months, but it was worth it. How do you feel? It was. It feels good. Did you see the? <laughs> did you see this? I don't remember who posted this. It might have been Ryan. Maybe. Um, where it was like this. This girl was like. This is my voice two weeks on anime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is my voice two weeks on anime. And at least she does that. This is my voice. And then the last thing is like, what's going on? She comes out speaking Japanese. Like, it's really good. It's basically how I feel. Like, I go to sleep thinking about golden hair now. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a good time. It you want to know what was funny, Ryan? What? The right actually before I woke up. 20 minutes ago, yeah. <laughs> I was dreaming about someone t- telling me about how much I need to watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. Just wait a couple months and Netflix will have it for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can finally watch that. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, oh, you guys are going to love it Look, so much. I'm really excited for that, actually. I've, yeah. I've always wanted to see Evan- Evangelion. 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 Yeah, so I'm, same, I'm, really, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Maybe yeah, I'll be able to if you guys it. like the press robot anime, it's oh, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> I love Big O. Yeah, yeah. Big O. <laughs> I I Big had a really great. good time revisiting Dragon Ball Super with Ryan because yeah. I when I watched it, I watched it week to week, mm-hmm. watching it all in like a, a marathon flow, much much more <laughs> enjoyable. And literally, like the last forty episodes is just one tournament, all eighty people fighting at once. Yeah. So there's no filler. There's no extra shit. It's just hey, here's everyone fighting. And it's incredible. Yeah, Super, I would imagine, has less filler than Dragon Ball Z did. Much less. Much yeah. less. Like, you couldn't make a Kai version because it is the Kai version. Right. It's incredible. I nice. can't believe it. Dragon Ball's back, guys, and it's never going away. It's um, really never going away. Especially with the money <laughs> the movie's made. Up. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to have a review special about Broly. And Sometime soon, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, that movie has cost $8 million to make. That movie has almost made seventy million worldwide. Yeah. Holy That's shit! Yeah, really? this is the first week. Yeah, and it's first week in the U.S. Yeah, it's been out since December in Japan. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's still crazy. Very impressive. Uh, I watched um, a documentary on the Fire Festival on Netflix. Now, yeah. do you guys know about the Fire Festival? No. I heard about. Okay. Heard about this. Okay, so Brandon, the Fire Festival was going to be the most exclusive, the world's greatest music festival. It was. Um, it was on Pablo Escobar, the the, the, the drug kingpin's uh, island. This dude bought it. It was going to be like Blink-182 was there. All these rappers and artists are going to be there. It's going to be like the most exclusive, amazing party. It didn't work, and it's the biggest uh, uh, fiasco in music festival history. Wait, is this the one where people got there and, it was, and there yeah. was no, yeah. nothing so the, there? The island yes. that they quote-unquote bought, they didn't actually buy, so they had to go on an empty lot next to a Sandals resort in the Bahamas. Whoa. And it was covered in trash, and these people were in beds, uh, were in tents that didn't have uh, like f- op- like f- openings. They just like walked through the tent, and it rained the day before, so all their beds were soaked. There was no food. They were given sandwiches made from two pieces of bread and a piece of cheese. And they I did some people paid ten thousand dollars. Every single recording artist did not show up. Uh, the the par- the thing was canceled two days after. It, it would cost like fifty million dollars, and the guy might be going to jail for it. It's it's an incredible documentary, and Ja Rule, like the rapper, he's so invested in it, and like he might go to jail. Like it's crazy, you guys. You should definitely watch it. Uh, there's one on Hulu and one on Netflix, and yeah. they're competing Fire Festival documentaries. I chose <laughs> Netflix because that's just that's where my bread and butter is. So. Uh, Man, you guys, I'm on a I'm on a bit of a documentary kick. It, it's watch it. It's good. Yeah, I, I just watched um 
I will not just watch, but a little while ago I watched They'll Love Me When I'm Dead. Oh, yeah. Which is Orson the Orson Welles mm-hmm. uh, documentary on Netflix, which is really good. You should definitely check that out. I'm trying to watch, um, trying to find time to watch They Shall Not Grow Old, which is Peter Jackson's new documentary mm-hmm. about World War One. Yep. And this movie looks incredible. Like he, uh, if you guys don't know, he remastered World War One footage to look like it was filmed yesterday. Yeah. Like it's high def, it's in color, he's dubbed it, so it's actually dia- like dialogue and sound effects. It looks amazing. I'm definitely into that. Um it's only pl- it's only been playing for like one day at a time and I'm still trying to find times it's so expensive to get Fathom events tickets at AMC's. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's only it's only place where it's it's uh, playing, so I might have to wait for DVD on that one. But like, I'm or s- Netflix, or Netflix. But I'm still trying to find time to watch. Um, uh, Won't you be my neighbor and Three Identical Strangers? Sure, which are both oh, documentaries man. that are supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Once they're out on on Blu-ray, I'll definitely. I definitely yeah. want to see Won't You Be My Neighbor. Uh, both both the, both of those are on DVD and Blu-ray right now. Oh, are they already out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't it. know if they're on streaming services yet. No, I don't think so. I would so, have like I want to try, so I'm trying to watch a couple more documentaries. Anyway. I also w- used to be really big into documentaries, and after watching this one, I'm like, oh man, yeah, real life's pretty cool, I guess. Did you ever see the Bill Finger documentary on no. Hulu? No, no, there's a I Bill Finger documentary yeah. on Hulu. I remember Check when that it one came out. out. Check that okay, out. Okay, well, yeah. I need to watch that. That's on my watch list for Hulu. Yeah, that's a g- that's a good one. Um, I didn't play much video games except for Hitman. You know, it's just killing dudes. So uh, that's that's my. Oh, well, I, I saw. Trust me, when I was up at 4 a.m. playing, trying to get through Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I, I saw, see you playing it. Yeah, I was like, oh look, Ryan's playing Hitman. Yeah. I'm gonna continue playing Kingdom Hearts now. Yeah. yeah. I got caught up on the Orville. Yes. Yes. Me too. Yeah. It's, it's good. good it's good. The last couple of episodes I thought were really good. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane's doing an excellent job on that show. Yeah, especially but. the last one, the last song, the last Billy Joel song. Um, when when yeah. uh, I won't spoil, but no, yeah, I so know. So good. I I felt like uh pretty much every episode this this season has been strong. Yeah. How many episodes so far? Four. Four. Okay. Hell, yeah. I told I told you I cried in the second episode. Yes. That was emotional for me. Yeah. Oh, Brennan, I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Great show! It is I, great. I just, the season just started. I'm I'm only on season one, but I'm really enjoying oh, it. Yeah, I gotta watch that show. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Hey, I love that show. It. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? All right, I all. I marathon all of season one like two months ago. Nice. Uh, we can. Yeah, guys, it'll be awesome. I think uh, you guys will like it. Oh yeah. I also saw Paddington for the first time last you night. You did. Time. And yeah. you said it was a little overhyped for you, which I apologize for. It was, I understand. It was a tad overhyped. It wasn't to the point where it ruined the movie for it's me. So like I still think it's a really good movie. I just. I was just like, oh, this is this is what it is. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why I was expecting it's just something more grandiose. Yeah. Or or more powerful. I was like, no, this is this is good. I understand it's good. It got a little bit over. Normally, but I really liked it. Normally, I'm really cognizant of that. Like yeah. I was talking to Matt, and Matt's never seen John Wick, and I I felt I feel Matt might really like John Wick, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I was like, look, I don't want to overhype it for you, but give it a shot. Fronte. Yeah, I don't know. He was talking bad about Mortal Kombat on the internet the other day. He was. I saw that. I, I, he was. I started to write a response, and I was like, "I'm too tired. I can't. I don't want to do this." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But so I'm, uh, he might like John Wick. Yeah. It's like, kind of feels like the kind of movie he might like. But Stylish like, action. So I was like, yeah. "You, you should give it a shot." I so I really like John Wick, and I have a tendency to overhype a lot. So I, I, I'm starting trying to be a little bit more like. Give it a shot. Yeah. I think you might like it, and that's so. I'm trying for that to be the only thing I say. Man, Matt's somebody you can never sell anything to like with hype you have to be like i think you might like it yeah you can't ever say more than that yeah. you can't say you're gonna love this because you're automatically you like setting yourself a, a grade yeah. down for yeah. what he's gonna get yeah uh i uh i can i can agree i can agree with that try not to overhype things but man let me tell you guys the john wick movies are the best w- western action movies in the last decade don't Those do that ryan we no, just talked about no, overhype. No, no i don't care you guys know how much i love john wick i can't I say that about every other franchise it's the raid for the, across the world and it's john wick for the western world across the you world. don't own those movies do you i should 
Right. I own the. I don't own movies. I know. I was just curious because I I gotta see the second. If you want to borrow the second one, I'll let you. I own it. Please. We'll see. Be an interesting dichotomy. Yeah. Uh, Change pace. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess my, my turn. Anyone else? Go for it. Um, I saw uh, a couple movies this week. Um, one of them is the one we were reviewing, so I'm not going to say anything about that one. But I did get to see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse again. Lucky. Uh, I've been trying for months. I've, there was an 11 o'clock showing. I was like, screw it. Wow, really? Still? Yeah. Nice. Wait, 11 o'clock a.m. or p.m.? P.m. P.m. Oh, wow. I was like, screw it. I'm going. Uh, movie's amazing. Yep. Uh, what was funny about that one was, so there were two people in front of us. Like two, uh, two rows in front of us, then a row, then us, my my girlfriend and I, then a row, and then <laughs> a couple right behind <laughs> us. <laughs> All in the middle? All in the middle. Yeah. Like, get the good seats. Yeah, you the know good what's seats. up. Yeah. The movie's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Did you have a good theatrical experience? Yeah, I think the movie's like one of those perfect experience movies good. that we've seen in Because Glass, time. we had a bad experience. Oh, we had a bad experience <laughs> with Glass. Oh, yeah. Four dollar theater, man. Just four dollar theater. Oh. Um, and I saw If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, I really want to see that. If you liked Moonlight. I, do, I love Moonlight. You'll like this one. I, I figured I would. Um, it's very similar, uh, kind of meandering like Moonlight was. Um, I don't mean that in the No, I, no I, it lingers on, on stuff. Yeah. yeah it's what it's, I like. It's solid. I, I, I appreciated it. I'm glad. Um, I did get to see Happy Death Day for the first time. And that movie is real good. That movie's a lot of fun. Yeah, that second trailer that. came out. And it's like, wow, they're just going full crazy nonsense. Yeah, I'm yeah. super excited. Hey, by the way, that first one is written by Scott Lobdell. That's what? true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Comic book writer Scott Liddell. Yeah, he's written I, actually a couple movies over the years. I'd seen the Happy Death Day 2 trailer before, but when we saw it yesterday before Glass, uh, I noticed that there's this part where there's this silver orb with like blue yeah, lasers yeah. around it, blows up, and they blow across the room. And I'm like, this movie's getting real weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, fir- that first one's what I, I appreciate that people have done the Groundhog's Day thing uh-huh. really well. Like, it's continued to be done really well. Sure. Edge of Tomorrow, this. Like, there people are not just doing it as a gimmick they're like trying to actually do something good with it i think this i think it's really it's really working for them oh i saw the godzilla trailer on the big screen for the first time oh yeah dude. yeah in glass. Oh, oh, yeah it looks God, good give it to me so much Ghidorah. and then the, the last thing i want to i want to touch on i caught up on venom i finally caught up on the yeah i'm definitely series. behind venom yeah. uh I, I was missing web of venom carnage born uh, but my girlfriend bought it, so I was able to read that. And uh, they're talking about it a little bit in the news, but there's a new Web of Venom coming out. And uh, I got into a, a bit with a friend of mine who said that he hated the Venom series. And I'm like, oh, that's too bad, man. Blah, blah, blah. And like through the course of action, Donnie Cates ended up replying <laughs> to my Twitter thread. And it, like I sent, I sent you guys the deck. So I was like, uh-huh. I'm screaming right now. Oh, my God. So, okay, so Scott Lobdell's IMDb is very weird. It is. It isn't. So he wrote for the X-Men uh, cartoon. He wrote for the Godzilla. The Godzilla cartoon. Uh, he wrote um, Man of the House, which is a really bad Tommy Lee Jones comedy. Yep. And then and then he skips to 20 years later. And then 10 years later, Happy Death Day. <laughs> yeah. Weird. He's a weird dude. I mean, it's cool. It's just like, I want to take a 10-year gap before I write another movie. Comics time. Yeah. New 52 time. Huh. Uh, so yeah, that's all I got, really. And other than that, I've... Uh, Everything we're just getting to the news. Newsy yeah. time. Yeah. It's been a been a bit hectic week for me. A lot of news. I'm glad I was actually very touch and go if I could even come. Uh, yeah, come I'm glad we're but here. you're here now. I am. All right, so, let's get into it. And here's your bread and your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear. Thank you. So speaking of Venom, is the first thing we're talking about in the news. Oh, we're talking about the sequel to the the hit smash hit movie of 2018. I mean, that movie made a lot of money. Sure did, buddy. <laughs> a lot of money. Too much money. Yeah. Um, Way too much money. Blame Eminem. <laughs> no, the comic book series, Venom, which is a series we all really enjoy. Yes. Um, 
But speak for yourself. I haven't read it yet. Didn't you buy it? Didn't we tell you no, buy it? No, he bought no. Avatar the last. I bought Avatar. Avatar. It, was, it was cheaper. It was no, cheaper. I, I get that. <laughs> well, when, well, when we when we start a certain thing, you will have to read it. Yes. All right. Um, uh, well, this isn't technically about that. So anyway, there is a new comic book series coming out called Symbiote Spider Man, written by Peter David and art by Greg by Greg Land. Good good guys, I think. Good guys. What? Uh, Greg Land. Greg Land is the epitome of fine. <laughs> You don't like him? Greg Land is the dude who, who traces porn star faces. That's is he also the guy who traced the dude from Lost yes. uh, as Tony He's, Stark? Yes. His, his entire his entire artistry is tracing dudes. And half of it's good, and then half of it you can tell it's just like, oh, faces from porn stars. <laughs> He's gotten a lot of flag. His art used to be real good, and now he's really tracy. Okay. He did the he did Iron Man with Kieran Gillen. It wasn't good. Yeah. I remember there's yeah. there someone who traced the the dude from Lost, the the pretty dude who's shirtless, yeah. yes. uh, as Tony Stark. Yeah, um, real weird. Uh, lately, uh, I yeah, I'll pass. Well, anyway, uh, I Peter, like Peter David. Peter David's a good writer. Yeah. Um, this is going to explore the time when the symbiote first spawned with Spider-Man. So right after Secret Wars, uh, and before he figured out it's an alien. Back in the eighties. Um, the editor had this to say: Venom may be my day job and favorite Spider-Man villain. But my favorite fictional character of all time is the one and only Spider-Man. And far and away, this is one of the most exciting projects I've ever had the privilege of working on in my five and a half years here at Marvel. This is an in-continuity story of Peter Parker, a.k.a. The Amazing Spider-Man, set in the weeks he was wearing the alien symbiote costume that would later become one of his greatest foes. And all your favorites are there. Black Cat, Aunt May, The Bugle. This is classic Spider-Man action in the mighty Marvel manner. It's a miniseries, right? I think so. It doesn't okay. say. But the first issue is out in April. I'm pretty um, sure because somebody was complaining about it. And just, like, luckily, it's only a miniseries. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting, the idea of going back to that time period. It is For it a few is, weeks. <laughs> it is for a few weeks. Yeah. It, it, is, it is not as well-worn ground anymore because it wasn't after... It was, you know, after he was in the black suit that they realized it was going to be this other thing. Um so they could have, if they had known prior, they could have done something really interesting. So maybe yeah. they do something <coughs> with this. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Anybody else interested or no? Well, does this uh, does this upset you at all? Why would it upset me? Oh, because it's uh, you you don't know everything. Everything. No, that no, you no. Is wrong. Everything that you knew is it's wrong. It's not doing that. It's saying here's some here's filling. It's in the doing blanks. the Star Wars comics. It's uh-huh. like it takes place in between the movies. Like stuff could have happened. Uh huh. It's yeah. not. It's not everything you thought you knew was wrong. Not yet. We don't know. It's just you but don't. It could you be. don't know everything. Is right. What it is. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. you, the you don't know everything is fine with me. There are a lot okay. of Sp- Star Guys, Wars: The Clone Wars. There are a lot of Spider-Man books out right now. Oh yeah, there are a lot of Spider-Man books out. Yes, and this he, is just he another is one. He is the most popular hero. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But we just launched the Miles book. We just launched yeah. like a young adult Spidey book. We just launched a new Tom Taylor Spider-Man book. We're launching this Spider-Man book. I'm not Nick saying Spencer's Spider-Man book. I'm not saying like you don't need seven Spider-Man books, but like I I don't need nine Batman books all the time. Is Dan Slott on any of them? No. Nope. Then I'm fine with them. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. There you go. Uh, Web of Venom, Cult of Carnage, which is one that I'm incredibly excited about. Cult of Carnage. Yeah. It's this... like he's listening to us. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> um, Donny Cates. This Email one, us if you're listening to us. So Please. the normally the Web of Venom series, uh, it's just one shots that take place in between Venom issues. Donny Cates has written all of them except for one, which was Venom Unleashed. That was written by Ryan Stegman. Very good, actually. I really liked it. Uh, this one, Cult of Carnage, also not going to be written by Donny Cates. It's going to be written by Frank Thierry. Frank Thierry is great. He did Space Punisher. He did Fra- Space Punisher. And, uh, and with the art by Danilo S. Beruth. Mm, sure. Okay. I don't know that. Yeah. Um, they, they, this is the solicitation for Web of Venom. Web of Venom, Cult of Carnage is a big... Oh, no, wait, sorry. This is Donny Cates' comment on Web of Venom, Cult of Carnage. 
Web of Venom, Cult of Carnage is a big puzzle piece in the overall conspiracy we've been building since Venom number one. As much as Carnage Born was the rebirth of, class, of, of Cletus Cassidy, Cult of Carnage will give readers a larger look at our favorite serial killer's overarching plan. Big, big things are coming for Venom, folks, and it begins here in Cult of Carnage. Hashtag God is coming. So, yeah, so somebody asked them, all right, so, um, like, Noel is the is the god of the symbiotes, right? So does that mean that there's a devil? And he just said, stay tuned and find out. I think it's Cletus. Yeah. So it's like, so Carnage is like the evil, I mean, not that Noel isn't evil, but like the, the eviler version. <laughs> well, yeah, if you, uh, in, in Carnage Born, Cletus Cassidy, who's been dead for a long time, he is reborn. Uh, as Carnage, and he decides that he needs to kill everyone. So the Maker found out, which is alternate Reed, Richard, Hell uh, yeah. alternate Reed Richards, um, found out that when a, when the symbiote leaves a person, it has part. It leaves a part of itself anyway. It leaves a codex. So Carnage is going to track down each one of those codexes to absorb into himself, so that he can have to be connected again to Null, and probably free him from his prison mm, okay. in the in in Clintar. I like it. So I'm really into If you this. don't know, if you haven't read Venom, you don't know what any of this means, but it's awesome. It's real yeah, good, guys. If, if you haven't read Venom, that's that's kind of a taste of it. Null is the god of the symbiotes, as Ryan said. Yeah. It's, an incredible, it's an incredible book. That's it's very metal. Weaving into an, an, an amazing mythology of cosmic uh, gloriousness. Mm -hmm. uh, Donny Cates is writing at a, a full steam ahead with this book. And Guardians it's really comes great. out like this month, It's right? out. What? It's out. It came out Wednesday. Guardians came out already? came out Wednesday. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to stop the podcast. <laughs> we got to stop the podcast. Go get, go get Guardians. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, it's uh, I, So this is the comic I posted. This is the announcement I posted. Like, this looks rad. Yeah, and okay. then my friend posted like, what the hell is this shit? And I'm like, hey, screw you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this looks great. Um, yeah. This is It's really great. There's always going to be one of those guys, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But, but I'm just great. scared because like... It's kind of already happening, but the quality hasn't dipped. That like Venom's doing so well, let's put out nine Venom books. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm like uh, well, one. I don't want to read nine it's Venom. It's like books. Oprah getting right. out Venom books. You get a Venom book. Yeah. You get a Venom book. You get a Venom book. Everyone as long gets as a our, Venom book. As our Lord and Savior, uh, not Kevin Feige. That's for Donny the cinematic Cates. universe of the comics. Uh, Donny Cates is involved. I'm I'm there. But man, that's a lot of that's yeah. a lot of tie-ins. Right now, it's been really interesting reading Venom because it's not, it's not like punchy punchy fighty fighty. It's very personal. Like yes. Eddie. Eddie is disconnected from the Venom symbiote because he's brain dead. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're talking about like the the most recent issues. Yeah. Okay. So the symbiote's brain dead and yeah. it's taken the form of a dog mm -hmm. of, an of a pit bull, uh, just because it, it can't do anything else. All it knows is to protect Eddie. Nice. Uh, Eddie. So it's not talking to him. So Eddie feels very alone, and he's realized that he's lost large portions of his memory because the the symbiote is trying to. Give him a happy life, so he's deleting bits of his memory. Sounds like alcoholism. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's really been really good. Like we've been yeah. seeing like Eddie's parents. Uh, Eddie's like, uh, it's really good stuff. I love the book a lot. I just yeah. like how you said punchy, punchy, fighty, fighty. Yeah, that's you know. Well, I mean, because someone complained about it on Twitter. It was like, are we ever going to get any fights? It's like, yeah, I'm just doing something right also, now. Also, did you guys not read the first couple issues where there's a giant, giant symbiote dragon. dragon, a dragon symbiote? What? Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, buddy, you're missing a lot. Did you guys miss the part where Venom is like the Punisher with a thousand like Venom killing guns? What are you guys talking about? Oh, and uh, um, Flash Thompson came back for a brief second. Did he really? Yeah, awesome. It was really cool. It's my favorite. Venom. You see the Lethal Protector costume for a bit. Heck yeah. Um, one of the things that, that I really liked about um, uh, about this 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 thing about Venom is that he has created an origin story for Venom Spider-Man symbol. 
Mm-hmm. So if you look at Null's dragon symbol on his chest, yeah. it looks like the Spider-Man symbol. So like someone asked, wait, did you just did you just make an explanation for why Venom's spider is different than than the normal Spider-Man costume? I'm like, yes, I did. It makes sense. The Venom Venom subconsciously made his spider look like Null. uh, Null's dragon. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It is really cool. Anyway, um, moving on, War of the Realms is going to see a bunch of tie-ins, one including Venom, which is why I bring this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, War of the Realms of the new Jason Aaron uh, big summer event. going to tie in Thor and Avengers. We're Guys, this isn't just the big summer event. This is the next Secret Wars. This is this is the big build-up Marvel's been doing for, for over six years, and it's it's I can't believe we're here. Yeah, we're here, finally. I can't believe it. Um, it's going to cross over Thor, Avengers, Asgardians of the Galaxy, Punisher. Daredevil's getting an Asgardian suit for some yeah. reason. <laughs> Um, uh, well, one of the things that also is Venom will be tying in. Malekith wants to have Venom. Um, Makes sense. So Cullen Bunn and Ivan Coelho yep. is gonna, are going to be taking over for just those issues that is going to tie into War of the Realms, and then Donny Cates will return after. That happens a lot with tie-in stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, the solicitation for this reads, The Marvel Comics event of the year makes landfall in the world of the Wicked Web Slinger as Venom gets swept up in Malekith's campaign to take over the Ten Realms. But Malekith has designs for the for the sinister symbiote and they may prove fatal. So now Ryan you've been, you've been reading you've been reading um I've read Thor th- I farted in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I have Thor God of Thunder number 1 from Jason Aaron from oh my eight god years eight, ago. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, from 8 years ago. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh what are the 10 realms cuz they're cuz See that's the thing I don't uh like all, through all of you know um, Marvel's mythology, like it, like 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 a. It's been the nine realms. It's been the nine realms. So I'm I I'm not really sure. So I think they. It could be. I think they added a realm, but I couldn't figure out which one because I was looking at the list that they put out. I am a couple months behind. Yeah. But a couple months for eight years, I don't think that's missing much. So oh, like, remember original sin, the tenth realm. It was when it Angela's when we, when we thing? Feed, Angela. Maybe. I think it's like heaven. Oh, is heaven it? is one, yeah. Yeah, but then I saw, but hell wasn't on one of the realms anymore. Um, I don't know. I'd have to do. I'd have to look into it more. Yeah, but anyway, so that's kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, look dude. forward to that. Hey Ben, real quick. Yeah. So when uh, Thor first started, Malekith the Accursed, who was the evil dark elf guy uh-huh. with half yeah. a face, he came to Earth and he went to the um, what's the company from Cloak and Dagger, the evil company? Roxxon. Roxxon. Thank you. He went to Roxxon saying, "Listen, Roxxon, I have a bunch of oil on this elf planet. Uh, if you if you help me, I will let you take over this elf planet. If you help me take over Earth." And Roxxon's like, hell yeah, I want some elf oil. So they so they collided, and the leader of Roxxon's a guy named the Minotaur, and he's a Minotaur. Oh, Lord. Yeah, comics are great. <laughs> comics are great. That's all. Comics are wonderful. Uh, anything else you guys want to bring up on comics before we move on? Comic books? I don't think so. Nope. So moving on to some video game news. Yes. More specifically, Mortal Kombat 11 yeah. had a massive reveal. Oh, you guys. Uh, some of the things I have written down here are uh, it's going to see the debut of Chronica, which yeah, is girl. the first female boss in the franchise. Time travel, baby. Cool, cool. Uh, she's the keeper of time and the creator of existence. And uh, the, the game is going to be a time-bending narrative, Hell yes. which could allow characters to meet younger versions of themselves. That's oh all I got, but yeah. we, I saw videos of like the fatalities and the story prologue stuff. It looks really rad. Yes, um, so they're still uh, keeping the story stuff kind of at bay, but yeah, it's a time-traveling story. Um, Raiden, Raiden... Uh, Dark Raiden. We know that Raiden upset the timeline in 9 yes, when, when he went back in time. So... The last game before that was Mortal Kombat Armageddon, which was the ultimate Smash Bros. Ultimate of Mortal Kombat. It had yeah. every single character, but it wasn't a very good game because uh-huh. it was just all the fighters. Right. Um, so nine took place at the very end of Armageddon, where Rain went back in time to fix the loop, mm-hmm. but he didn't really fix the loop. He kind of made things worse in a way. 
so Chronica, so now in the beginning of, of Eleven, he's killed one of the Elder Gods mm-hmm. who wasn't supposed to die. So Chronica comes on board and says, What you doing, Doc? You screwed up the timeline, so I need to intervene. Yeah, and um, and uh, that's why I want us to play. We need to play nine and ten together because it leads into Raiden becoming Dark Raiden and mm-hmm. like why he's evil <laughs> and like all this cool stuff. And like time travel is so weird, uh, especially for Mortal Kombat because it's all about like mysticism. So adding this extra element, it's like Star Wars adding time travel. <laughs> okay, they didn't technically do that. No, I know. I know. Let's not. Uh, let's not. No, I know. But man, like Mortal Kombat, it's always been you know. The goriest of gore, and man, oh, yeah. there, there's a there's a scene where Baraka chops a dude's face off, and then chops his face off again, and then pulls his brain out and eats it. There's a scene oh where God. someone takes his blood out of some guy, hardens Scarlet. it, and stabs him. Scarlet's gonna be my main. She takes your blood and makes weapons out of it. Yeah, that's, that's the so coolest cool. thing. Yeah, it um, looks it looks crazy. Like the the la- the ending of the game of the gameplay trailer that we saw was when Scarlet takes one of her blood daggers and it pops, a- and the eye is still stuck on the oh, blood yeah. knife. Is uh, Ronda oh. Rousey, who is an MMA fighter, she was in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, she's uh-huh. voicing Sonya. She Blade. was also in the really the third Expendables. She film. was she's the Expendable. Yeah. Oh, she's the voice <laughs> of Sonya this time. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Um, I like that. I still the think Van- <laughs> That was a movie they were trying to make. Yeah. Um. Casper Van Dien. Casper Van Dien should be Johnny Cage in any live action. Mortal yeah, Kombat. he is. He is pretty perfect. Um, yeah, man. Like it's 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 still early on. They showed like six characters and a lot of the re- a lot of fan favorites are coming I back. I saw Kung, Kung Lao and uh, Liu Kang mm-hmm. teaming up like yes. Shaolin monks. Oh, which is baby. an underrated game. Let me tell you. Uh, in the response to Matt that I never finished because it was long and incoherent. Uh, the story mode is Shaolin monks like. Nice. It is a it is a mobile mobile. It is a like running esque. You fight a bunch of different people, collect things. Uh, so the story mode is like Shallon Monks. Shallon so. Monks is a really underrated game. It's a great game. It takes place after two. It's it's uh, maybe. Yeah, I think yes. so. I think that's um, what it is. I'm really excited for MK11. Yeah, yeah. I've, like I I've been wanting to play the last two for a long time. So if we oh we're gonna it, do it. No, the, gonna MK11 going. looks gory. It looks great. I cannot. It's like it seems like every time a new Mortal Kombat game comes out. It's like they, they they can't get gorier than this, and yet they find a way to get gorier than the last one. Oh, it's, it, it can always get gorier. Do you, remember, do you know what the last Mortal Kombat game I played was? What? Deception. That's like 2005. You know what? You know what? I actually... Five? Four, five. Well, it, was five? Two, it was 2004. Yeah? Yeah, because I owned it. Did you? I my, grandma, it. my grandmother bought me Mortal Kombat Deception. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> It was an RPG, right? You ran around the different realms. See, yeah. that story mode's pretty fun too. I never got I got out of another realm. I just couldn't do it. I, I never stopped <laughs> playing. I never finished. I actually liked more combat chess. That was one of my no. favorite. Modes. See, there's Mortal Kombat chess. There's MK Racing. There's MK Tetris. All yeah. those are great. Hey, did you yeah. do, do you remember <laughs> oh, yeah. Star Wars Monopoly? Yes. Yeah, the, Star Wars Monopoly on the PC. Yes. Ooh. Oh, was it Death Star the 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 boardwalk? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, Alderaan was, was the cheapest one because it gets destroyed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Cheap real estate. Yeah, it's free real estate. Um, it's free real estate. Oh, damn it, Ryan! <laughs> huh? You've been a little silent, Sparks. Do you have anything to add? Uh, not not really. Mm-hmm. Not about Mortal Kombat. No. Okay. I'm not. I'm not super invested. Got it. Just genuinely. It's a like uh, not out of a lack of interest, but lack of actual lack of gaming. Yeah. Lack like of lack of involvement yeah. in the yeah. franchise. I get that. Can't be involved in everything. I think the only game I've really played most of, and I didn't even finish that, was Shaolin Monks. Yeah, I played that with Jeremy. Well, we us. I'm just saying it now. We're all gonna play the story modes together. I mean, I'm fine um, with that. Yeah, and, uh, they're they're real fun. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, moving on to uh, other things. I don't know how invested you are in this one, so perhaps this is another case of that. But Mission Impossible I had love some big news this week. I don't remember if you saw Fallout or not. 
I'm the one. We saw it together. Did we we reviewed it together. Yeah. We reviewed yes. Wait, hold on. We reviewed Fallout. Fallout was this year. We, no. Did we? We reviewed it. Didn't we? No. I thought we did. No, you didn't. Because I haven't seen it yet. No. No. Did we not? I, I haven't seen Fallout. It. I haven't seen Ghost Protocol. I haven't seen Rogue, Rogue Nation. I haven't seen. Well, now it. you're just messing up. I've not seen any of this. Ryan and I are living in a parallel world. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna quickly just Google you, it because I don't. You remember. three know that uh, the only Mission Impossible's I've ever seen are two and three. You know this. Unless I've you've said seen this. one of the good ones. Yes, at least. <laughs> apparently so. Well, you guys anyway, just know this. I, I just got offended by the shot across my bow. Like, I'm not Mission Impossible invested. I'm like, what the hell was I that? I don't know. I, we've never we talked talk about, about Mission Impossible all the time. We do? Yes. Yes. We Am saw I living three, in a parallel world? We saw three originally together in theaters. We did. Yes. I've been in Mission Impossible since then. That was real good. It was real good. Yeah. What, did I it, saw the new one. I was a fan. We've talked about did it. Did it come out after San Diego Comic-Con? Or I before? Because I don't think we might not have reviewed it. I don't think we reviewed it. <laughs> we might not have reviewed it. I don't think it falls. We d- I, I can. I know for a fact we did not review uh, Mission no. Impossible. I think. Fallout. I think we debated doing it. Hey guys, Mission to. Impossible Fallout is really, really good. Mission Impossible Fallout is really good. Uh, directed by Christopher McQuarrie. Christopher McQuarrie. Before I say the news, Christopher McQuarrie on every on every interview I saw with him, kept saying he's not going to do another one. He's burnt out. He doesn't want to do another one. People kept. He even talked about like people keep telling me that I'm trying to do a trilogy of of Ethan and Sh- Ethan and and whatever his name is. I forgot the villain's name. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm just not. And then and that then dump truck the, of money came. The news came in that Christopher McQuarrie has signed on to write and direct not just one new Mission Impossible film, but two new Mission Impossible. Two films, dump trucks full of money. Which makes the, him the only director to direct four Mission Impossible films. He's turning into the David Yates of the franchise. Except these are good. I, know. Uh, I hope he brings the sensibility that he had with Fallout because he said if he comes back with Fallout, he wanted to. For Rogue Nation, he emulated Brad Bird. He want, he did another Brad Bird film, and I think successfully. For for Fallout, he got rid of everyone who had worked on Mission Impossible Four because he wanted to make what would be a different movie, like a different director had made had made this movie. Yeah, he feels very strongly that in interviews that I've read, I've heard with him, he feels very strongly that it's important that each Mission Impossible film has been directed by different people over and over again. And if he were to come back, he wanted to keep feeling like it was yeah. directed by different Almost people. Almost like a James Bond kind of thing. Almost like a James but Bond. But that's the difference. Whereas now that like we have a vision visionary behind the franchise, like I kind of... I like his vision, and I want him to I do, do more. Too. I I'm, don't want it to be James Bond with a new person every time. I'm happy that, it's, that, it, that he's coming back. But I'm also kind of like, it's kind of a bummer because it has always been new voices yeah. each time. Brad Bird directed what I think is the best Mission Impossible yeah. film. Um, I like Fallout a lot, but I think Ghost Protocol is the best. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams, uh, uh, John Woo. Well, maybe. John Woo's um, the outlier there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's bad. Uh, uh, who directed him? Brad Bird, Christopher McQuarrie, and now Christopher McQuarrie, and now Christopher McQuarrie, and now Christopher McQuarrie. Yeah. Um, but these films are coming out in summer 2021 and 2020. Shot what, back to back. What I really like about this one was his tweet. He just says, mission, colon, accepted. accepted. Yeah. And I'm just like, you bitch, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. And I looked it up, and he's doing two. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, uh, the last, since three, they've all been good. Yes, To varying, varying degrees of quality. Yes. So, like, I, I, I kind of uh, agree with, like, it would be cool to see someone else. But, like, Fallout's my personal favorite. And he says, like, I would love to bring back the villain and bring back Henry Cavill and keep the story going. Which is, you know, Mission Impossible movies are kind of standalone, much like James Bond movies. Yeah, I hope um, he can find a way to bring back Jeremy Renner. Yeah, because I, I miss that character. Yeah, I, I would like that too. Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely down with him being. It also depends back. on how interested Jeremy Renner is in returning. Jeremy Renner was not interested in coming back to Fallout because he was supposed to the, be I, killed. He was supposed to be killed in the beginning of Fallout, yeah. and he was like, "I'm not doing that." Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, I guess 
choose well, because one or the he, other. They, the reason they were doing that was also because he had limited scheduling. So they're like, if we bring you in, we want you to be this agent that we had planned. He had to shoot died. tag, unfortunately. Because, <laughs> and, and, yeah. No, I so, uh, so it'd be cool, but I feel like it's it's really... Depends yeah. on if he really wants to be involved. I'd like in to it. see Henry Cavill come back. I want to see him cool. uh, uh, reload his arms. One I'd more like time. to see some of the ladies that were strong in like Rebecca four Ferguson? and five yeah. return. Rebe- Rebecca Ferguson will definitely come back. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the the daughter. I forgot the girl's name. The white the white widow. The girl. Only I like, know. I know who yeah, it is. Who's, yeah. the, who's the daughter of, yeah. the, of yeah. the girl from the first Mission Impossible I, film? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about some of the ladies from like the one who was on the team in four. Yeah. Like it'd be cool to see them. Co- they never bring them back. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. They always bring be- back. Benji. It'd be nice to bring them back. Too. It's always Benji and Bing Rames. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Tell me uh, everything you know about Mission Impossible. Um, that there's a lot of flying kicks and dubs. just do the theme. Dun 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 dun. Right, he knows dun, plenty. Dun, there dun, you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm super, I know the theme at least. Damn. I am super excited about this. I am too. This should be really, should be a lot of fun. This is gonna be another one of those things. Like Ben just did this because he just watched Unbreakable Split and Glass all like this week. Yeah, I did. It, ben, this is gonna be another one of those situations where it's oh, like Ben, you need five to see movies. a bunch of movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least they're good. Yeah. Except for two. Yeah. But don't you've already two. seen two, so don't. Watch I've two. already seen two. No, I'm wait, not gonna see. Hold on. You gotta see two, or else the or else the end of Fallout isn't gonna make sense. That's not true. <laughs> Don't do that to him. That's not true. I, the last time I saw two was probably close to seventeen years ago. Hey, that's two, where it belongs. Two has two in a has, museum. Two has an uncredited Anthony Hopkins cameo. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think it's real weird. Uh, every one of the Mission Impossible films has an uncredited cameo. Alec Baldwin was three's uncredited cameo, or was it four's uncredited cameo? He's also in. He's he's been in uh, a couple of them. Four, I think. Hasn't I think he? It, no, he, he wasn't. He wasn't in three because he that was in Fallout was, too, wasn't he? He was in Fallout, yeah. but, but he was an uncredited cameo in four. Okay, I think that's where it started. Yeah. Hi, there's a puppy on my lap. Hi. That's all. Um. Okay, moving on. I guess. Um, east side. This is going to be a long conversation. I think this this one coming up. <sighs> Ghostbusters three was oh, announced. Oh yeah. I ain't um, afraid. This is the Da-na. now. I this is the. Third Ghostbusters film in the original continuity. It's going to e- ignore the 2016 film. Yes. Uh, and I, wa- I before we get into it, I do want to say say some of the news first before we do. Um, it's scheduled for a 2020 release in the summer. Jason Reitman, who is the director of Ivan Reitman, Jason Reitman, Jason Reitman, who is the son, son of Ivan, Ivan Reitman, Reitman. Yeah. the original director, um, the original director, yeah. will write and co and co direct. No, sorry, will direct and co write. There you go. I got there. He said this, I've always thought of myself as the first Ghostbusters fan. When I was a six-year-old visiting the set, I wanted to make a movie for all the other fans. This is the next chapter in the original franchise. It is not a reboot. What happened in the 80s happened in the 80s, and this is set in the present day. He also said this about the, about the remake. I have so much respect for what Paul Feig created with those brilliant actresses and would love to see more stories from them. However, this, is new, this new movie will follow the trajectory of the original film. Yeah. Okay, what do we think about this? Nobody's saying anything. No, well, no, because uh, I, I, um, okay, so I'm 100 percent fine with this. Sure. Um, this doesn't take away the fact that 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 2016 movie came out. Uh, I've seen that movie. It's fine. I have no yeah. ill will against it. Yeah. It's just, it's. I don't think it's very great. Um, the director is an insanely, insanely talented guy. Uh, and it's the son of the guy who made the first movie. So. He has almost some like not ownership, but like it makes sense that he's like, yeah, man, like I'm a good guy. Like I'd like to do something my dad did. I think that's fair. Uh, the people that are going crazy for all the different reasons on both sides, 
that's what we're actually talking about here. Uh, there's conversations like, oh, well, those original Ghostbusters movies are actually really shitty and only the 2016 one's good. That's where the conversation is where I'm like, okay, now we got to slow it down. Now we're getting emotionally, like, bringing in politics of the of yeah. now and, like, well, guys, I think, come I think on. what fuels that is Leslie Jones' comment. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, that, oh, yeah. but it was happening before that. Sure. I have Leslie Jones' comment if you guys want, want to read it. <sighs> sure. Wait, I, go ahead. I read it. Okay, so Leslie Jones says this. So insulting, like, F us. We didn't count. It's like something Trump would do. Brackets, Trump voice. Going to redo Ghostbusters. I'm not going to do a Trump impression. Going to redo Ghostbusters. Better with men. will be huge. Those women are, ain't Ghostbusters. Ugh, so annoying. Such a dick move. Yeah. And I don't give an F. What Give, an, give F. I'm saying something. Man, and listen, she's not... Uh, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Because uh, I also, like Ryan, don't have a problem with the film. I don't have a problem. I think it's great that, that he wants to come in and make this film and everything. I think that's great on its own as an idea. The problem is, what I don't like, is that it is something where the studio is saying, this is a valuable franchise. Just um, not with Sweep not with them the anymore. Yeah, not yes. with the people who we... Like, we're willing to make more movies in this world, in this franchise, um, but not with them. Yeah, That that wasn't good enough. So if let's go back to the old idea. And that... That's not so cool. If yeah. you follow yeah. the if you follow the Sony leaks, the infamous Sony leaks that Sony almost died over, um, like four years was, ago, what was happening ago. with with Ivan Reitman and Paul Feig was really shitty. Sony was going behind Ivan Reitman's uh, back to make this Ghostbusters reboot, and it was really stupid. It was really bad, and Sony was was backing so- Paul Feig one hundred percent and and just kind of kind of screwing Ivan Reitman over. Right, that was what was happening. Fa- Paul Feig made his movie. It shouldn't have been a remake. It should have been a reboot. It should have been a sequel to to. I one hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree that that movie should have been a passing the baton movie because this wouldn't yes. be a problem. Exactly. Right. This would not be a problem yeah. if that were the case. Uh, even real quick, even the, the original trailers, they changed their marketing because people got mad. At first, it was like, at first it said like four scientists save the world, implying that this is the same universe. Right. But yeah. then it changed like four friends save the world one day, and this is a different version of that. Like yeah. you guys changed your marketing mid marketing. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they should have just made th- it the same universe. Th- I think this movie is too late. Yes. I, I don't think anything is ever too late. I I think in our world. I think. <laughs> like I'm gonna like this movie, I, I imagine. I mean, I, I, would I wouldn't too. be surprised. But the the thing is that, it, generally speaking, it's it's a bummer because it's created this shift in people who are fans of this franchise, whether it's for one reason or another, or even both. Yeah, uh, it's now created this kind of un, unpleasant shift because I mean, I get the argument that there are, there are kids now who they didn't see the originals, but they saw the 2016 one and they really liked that one, and yeah. that the you know, and I like those actresses. I I don't think that movie was written the way it needed to be. Yes. But I, really I like, don't like that but I like the four of them as ghost as Ghostbusters. Yeah. I didn't necessarily want to see that die. Yeah. Yeah. This I didn't is, think that again, deserved to get shoved under is, the rug. This is this isn't Ivan Reitman going, Well, I want my movie. No, Screw that movie. I don't think it's uh, he's just like they're like, Do you want to make a movie? I get and that. He's like, yeah. I'm not upset with Ivan no, Reitman yeah, for I'm it. Not upset I'm upset you. with Sony. That's what I mean, yes. Me because too. because the the correct response would have been that Sony Sony should have found a way to do both. Yeah. Yeah. If they have faith in Ghostbusters, happy. make a sequel to that one, but also make a sequel to the original. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because this this just looks like well, we believe in Ghostbusters, but we don't believe in that thing that what we it says pumped to, out anyway. What it says to people of the of the 2016 film, what it says to fans and the cast of the 2016 film is, uh, yeah, the people who were bitching about your movie were right, and we're just gonna keep doing that. Yeah, one. and and let's and let's, I we don't agree with the opinion, but the opinion is out there that like it kind of says f women too. 
It does a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, regardless, well, they knew that was part of the conversation around the film, and the fact that they're making this choice is kind of supporting yeah. it, and that's not great. No. Because, I don't. I don't like the politics because around they, it. Because they put it in the they put it in the marketing of the 2016 film. If you don't like this movie, you hate women. So that that marketing is now coming back to bite them in the ass. Yeah. And genuinely, like, yes, a sequel to that film all these years later. That sounds awesome. I love the idea of a third Ghostbusters all these years later. Problem is, that idea lands so much better. That teaser of the car lands so much better if there wasn't a mo- new movie three years ago, regardless of if it was a sequel yeah. or not. There was something where we saw a Ghostbusters car three years ago. This isn't as exciting. Yeah. This. Uh, and yeah. those three Ghostbusters were in that movie too. Yeah. This isn't like it's... <sighs> is, is this the first... Kind of a little off topic, but is this the first time that they have rebooted a franchise, no, re- remade a franchise, and then did the sequel to that franchise? Uh, for video games, Devil May Cry had four oh, games yeah. come out, and then sure. they relaunched it with DMC, where the character now had black hair, short hair, uh, yeah. very much a, a more grungy aesthetic. Uh, people uh, were pissed. They were pissed, but that game's good. It's not amazing, but it's pretty good, and that's something I hope that they would continue. That franchise died, and they're making Devil May Cry 5 now. Sure. Well, but, but like movies, anything movies we could think of? Because the only one I could think of is possibly RoboCop if that new one comes gets made. Yeah. Um, Alien, Alien, no, because no. they just no. made prequels. I mean, don't discount video games. Devil May Cry is one of the biggest. I'm franchi- not. I'm yeah. not. I'm just saying it's like one of the biggest mo- franchises in the world. That was a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah, I'm just saying it's um, like a movie. Movies, not not really. No, yeah. this the and it's it it is. Again, regardless of our opinions about it, it is very much in the argument of women and men and women's and portrayal in film and, and, it, and it became and the centerpiece it. of that it because of the 2016 film yeah. becoming a centerpiece of that argument now it's a centerpiece of that argument too and it's unfortunate and and again like the right thing for Sony to do because Sony has a lot of money right now would have been to just say you know what let's give another shot to the ladies as well yeah, yeah. if they'd done that this would come out a lot smoother but because it's just forget that I do think Leslie Jones is in a way justified yeah in what I, do she's th- saying. I think so too not because I think Ivan Reitman's doing a bad thing. It's I understand that he's been wanting to do this. Jason Reitman. So, sorry, Jason Reitman. Yeah. Right. Uh, that he's been wanting to do this. I don't think he's wrong for wanting to do it or anything. I don't think it's wrong for them to want to make it, but there should be something for them too. Yeah. And for me, like, like it, it bums me out because like, I, think, I think the first Ghostbusters movie is legitimately like, that's a, that's a classic. That is sure. an incredible movie. It I is. can watch it any day of the week. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2 is whatever. Most people agree with that. And then the new Ghostbusters movie... It's like it's it's fine. It's whatever. And like every every one of those movies has its fans. But now we're at a point where because we've switched we've switched uh you know all female all male. Now we're at a point where like being a Ghostbusters fan like is, is like wrong no matter it what. It suddenly became a battle of the sexes. Like, if yeah. I like yes. if I don't like 2016, then I'm then I'm a sexist. Right. That movie's that I don't like that movie. Or like if you want to go see this new one, you don't like yeah the 2016 one. You don't support with like yeah. It's become this unfortunate and and it's, it's like it's toxic and like and it's, it's it's a movie about silly Ghostbusters. And guys. I mean ultimately. Ultimately, what it comes down to is it's it's Sony's fault. Yeah, Sony handled this wrong when they when they pushed Jason away from the project in order to give in to Paul Figgs mm-hmm. and didn't make the 2016 one a passing of the baton because that would have kept this from being an issue. Yes, especially because they already had the three original members appearing in the movie. They might as well have. Yeah. You could have had a like a like a post credit stinger of them just like maybe we should do it again just like even like a little second. I heard I heard I I had this I had a really good idea for how you could do Ghostbusters and like I'm not, I'm not I'm no writer but like it's if you wanted to do it you have the you have the four Ghostbusters you start the movie Egon's dead mm-hmm. they need help yep they hire the four, these four no women. yeah it it would have made total sense it could have worked 
if they'd done that, this wouldn't be an issue now. Yeah. But n- they didn't do that, so Sony set them up to fail. Now they're announcing that they're doing this. There should be something for the ladies as well. Yeah. If they think that Ghostbusters still has a future, they should be giving it to them as well. I wonder if you, I wonder if you could have a sequel to both. Like I, you no, could. No, I wonder if this you, could be an unbreakable like split situation. No, no, almost. no. I mean, like I wonder, like two sequels, two Ghostbusters okay, sequels. Yeah. One, three, one, two. Could yeah. you do that? You yes, uh, could you could two Ghostbusters. I can guarantee you, everybody would be a lot happier right now if they were saying like assuming that Jason Reitman's would be like a last hurrah of those original Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everybody would be okay with it. If it's the intention is that he's making this one and not starting a new franchise. Like the finale. Whereas the ladies are getting to continue yeah. into the future. I think everybody would be on board with that plan. If anything, this Ghostbusters 3 should should be a combo movie of them passing the this baton. Movie I wish. This, yeah. I wish. This movie, Jason Reitman said, this movie is about them passing the baton to a new Ghostbusters. I really, it, why can't it just but be... But it should be the ladies. It should be yeah. the ladies. That's yeah. the problem. Do you think, is, is the answer, I don't, I don't know if this is the answer, I just want to ask, do you think that the answer is they cast a, a, fe- a female heavy new film? Like the the new late, the uh, new but it's group still not fair to those actresses. It's who, still yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, you gotta you gotta give it. That'd to be them. just placating to the, to the female audience. Just like oh, here's a girl, just because we need it. Yeah. Like you have an established. Yeah, it's arc. almost you have it's an established al- character. It's almost more insulting. Yeah, yeah. you have those characters because there. The, so what we do know that this will be passing a uh, passing the baton film, but it's a lose lose anyway. Either way, it is. If you cast the, those, la- if you get those ladies, it doesn't make sense with the, with the Paul Fake film. And if you maybe, ca- if you get new actors, it's an insult to those. Honestly, maybe it's like a, st- a stupid, weird like Dragon Ball Z Broly, where this is an alternate universe where things happen differently. Where the 2016 movie d- did happen with the, the original movies. Recon, and you just retcon it and just ignore it because a lot of people don't like that 2016 movie for bad reasons. And yeah. like, I don't like it because I don't think it's well written. I don't like it because I don't like Paul Feig. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Have seen you it. seen it yet? I started yeah. it. And okay, I get through it. I'm the only I one just only Paul Fag. I'm the only one who has not seen the 2016 Ghostbusters. I have seen the original Ghostbusters yeah. movie, and when I heard they were doing um, a Ghostbusters with the all female cast, I was like, I thought the same thing Sparks probably did. It's like, oh, they're probably gonna pass the baton on. But when I heard it was a, a remake of the original, I was completely yeah. disinterested because I already saw that movie and I don't want to see it again. Hey, hot take: Paul Fag is a huge sexist. Just want to throw that out there. All right, cool. Okay, yeah. I mean, my thoughts on this ghost, but when I saw that that teaser trailer, I for, I at first thought it was fake. And then everyone say, "No, this is a real thing." And now with all the with it sneak hub- up on us like a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, but with all this hubbub about it of like the um the old cast and the new cast, it's just like you know what, Sony, you've done effed up. Why are you doing this? I mean, it's great that Jason Reitman is getting the chance to make the Ghostbusters movie he wanted to make. But once again, I completely agree with Sparks. Sony done effed up. It's really Sony's fault. It's not um Jason Reitman's fault. It's not Leslie Jones' fault. Leslie Jones, I do feel, has the complete right to be angry about it. But they just announced it. Are they filming it right now, or is it still in pre-production? It's still pre-production. So we don't know. She could have been mad about it, and then they could have they probably there, called her. They, I'm willing to bet that after Leslie Jones was mad, she they she got a call five minutes later. Is like, hey, do you want to be in that new Ghostbusters no, movie? No, no, because this movie's not. too far in development. That's oh, why she's far? mad. Oh. If this movie's coming out next year, Ben, oh, no. that script's oh, done. They're filming it soon. Yeah, I yeah. else coming out next year. No, oh, there, yeah. uh, but but there is time for Sony to say we're also going to make a sequel to that. Yeah. And I think that's honestly the only good move. As mu- but I don't think they're going to, unless right. this movie no. does really well. I know they're probably not going to, but that's the best move. Yeah. Yeah, there was a comic a book. Situation. There was a comic book crossover uh, where the two Ghostbusters characters, the the oh, yeah, tw- yeah. original movie and the 2016 film, were uh, like bridged through dimensions to yeah. uh, team up. You could do that. Yeah, 
I mean, they very they very well could. I I do think there is a future where both could exist. Yeah. It, it, but the the reality is that Sony Sony shot themselves in the foot. Oh yeah. Uh, it is a disservice yeah. to the female actresses 100%. who worked on the 2016 film. Yeah. Regardless of the quality of the film or what we our opinions of the film are, it doesn't change the fact that, that pushing forward with the, uh, the franchise but leaving them in the dust is not a great message, especially with the political atmosphere that film created. Yeah, especially it. the political atmosphere that we are currently in. That, uh-huh. that too, but the one that was especially surrounding that film that everybody was aware of. Yeah. Uh, it, this is not a good move. That, that, uh, th- what, that movie, for better or worse created an incredibly toxic atmosphere po- politically wise because the marketing for that film became if you don't want if you don't like this movie you're you're sexist oh sure and people, it's paul pe- fag and the actors went in on that yeah and sony went on, on that everybody was hard into that that narrative and because of that you've now created a, a toxic atmosphere around the whole franchise yeah. moving forward yeah to, to be fair it's because a lot of people attacked did Absolutely. attack that movie also Absolutely. saying we don't want ghostbusters that are women 100%. yes our president and, was and, one of them uh, so th- it's it's all. It was all not great. Yeah. But this was not a good response or way to handle this. I I, I do like the idea of Jason Reitman's film, but uh, I feel I like really something. I really do. I feel like something has to be given to them. I agree. Yeah. If they're gonna push forward with yeah, it. Yeah. A movie. A movie not directed by Paul Feig. Which would be fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. give them another shot. Yeah. Or or again, like. I know you have your thing against Paul Feig, but Ghostbusters is the only movie recently that I haven't liked of his. I haven't liked any of his movies. Spy is so good. I did not like Spy. <coughs> I, you're the only one, buddy. Um, I'll do, I will say, <coughs> I did like A Simple Favor when it wasn't a Paul Feig movie. So it's clearly like Paul Feigisms that I didn't appreciate, but when it's just him doing the script that he was given, it's really good. You don't like Bridesmaids? Nope. Man. I don't like his humor. I think he's really crude and really sexist, and I just I can't stand him. I'll allow it. He does this bit with the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale, and it's so stupid. I don't like it. I don't just like his humor. I get it. Humor is subjective, though. It is. But I do think that those get the lady who directed Blockers to do Ghostbusters too. But I do think that those actresses are a great Ghostbusters team. Me too. I like, like just the four like of them. I think they play really great. well. Yeah. I would like another one with them. Here's a, here's what I was talking to you about. The reason I love Ghostbusters so much because. The 2016 one didn't work for me because a lot of it's improv, and what makes the Ghostbusters movie so good is the writing and how yes. perfectly timed the comedy is. Sure. That movie's not improv. A lot of people think it is. That movie is heavily scripted the entire way through, yeah. and it's perfectly uh, comedically timed. And a lot of 2016s was just like, whoop, being goofy. I'm like, that's... A lot of slapstick. A lot of slapstick. Yeah. And like, you can have that, but like, I need like... No, get somebody, need, get somebody to, that's why to write Jason it. Jason Reitman, who has his father's tendencies, like, I think that dude will make a fine Ghostbusters Which movie. is why it would be great if they had chosen to involve them in this. A part of me wishes, like, Jason Reitman's a pretty, like, political, like, left-leaning guy. Like, I I, I wish he, he would have fought for it or something. Or, but. or, again, that the 2016 film didn't happen. Yeah. So that we wouldn't be, like, then this movie would have a lot more hype and excitement around it. Yeah. Instead, it's got a contentious It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Climate. Yeah. It's so crazy. Ghostbusters is in this situation. It's tough. Know, we'll, right? we'll have to see what'll happen. But, yeah. but yeah. ultimately, I feel like, I hope, best. I hope something comes around for the four female Ghostbusters. Yeah, me too. Yeah. A, a sequel or their involvement or something because sequel, they deserve something to animated show. not to just be cast aside because that they, they want to do this other one. I wholeheartedly agree. agree. Sequel I, directed by the girl who directed Blockers. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind seeing the 2016 version. I assume one of you guys have it. Nope. Yeah, I have it. I you have, have it? it? Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, one of I wouldn't mind seeing because I did like parts of the trailers, like when Lindsay Jones brought the Cadillac and then. Listen, Lindsay if you don't have a huge nostalgia for Ghostbusters, like it's fine. I really don't. And I was forced yeah. to watch Ghostbusters a few years ago because Brandon knew I never saw it. Oh, I love that movie and, so much. And let's yeah. always thank the 2016 Ghostbusters film for Chris Hemsworth comedy blossoming. He's out. good right? in that yeah. movie. 100%. That's where it started. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, are Chris Hemsworth Assans? Sure. Well, yeah. he never really left. He just well, got the, better. The, the, no, the whole thing was he was planning on leaving acting when That's he was true. done with his Avengers contract till he did Ghostbusters and didn't got funny. Leave, he didn't and pull did a Thor. McConaughey. Yeah. He didn't go uh, shirtless bongo drumming in the wilderness. Yeah. No. Uh, two more trailers before we move on. Oh, um, we who do cares? There's What's left? More to talk about. <laughs> Spider-Man: Far From. Nope, I don't want to say that one next. Ch- John Wick Chapter Three: Parabellum. There we Let's go. Do that one next. Are we sure we can't do Spider-Man first? <laughs> do you have it. more to talk about? Spider-Man? No, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, John Wick Chapter Three: Parabellum. Uh, no, careful of the spoiler that this does reveal. I'm because not going to say anything. Sparks is, no, yeah. Sparks is, uh, hey, John Wick's an assassin. He kills people. That's what this movie. <gasps> this movie. How dare you? This movie looks the the first minute of the trailer is all fallout from the second film Mission Impossible. Um, mm, shut up! But once once you get into the action and it is Halle Berry, you see that dude's riding a horse and he's murking fools on he a horse. Oh my God. People <laughs> with a book, <laughs> dude! Like <sighs> someone posted, it was like, did he just kill someone with a book? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, shooting uh, people on the horse. My love for the John Wick franchise. Samurais with known, yeah. sam- samurai swords on mic- on motorcycles. Beautifully stylish, murderous action. It's it's so good. I'm I'm gonna be so. I, there's still the Continental Show coming out, yeah. which which will be you know a fun a little thing. But like, man, I don't want John Wick to ever go away. So I am on board for John Wick Chapter Three: Parabellum. Yeah. I am so excited. I absolutely love the first two John Wick films. I do agree with Ryan. Two is better than the first one. I I've been saying that forever. I think. Oh, I yeah, just, that's right. You have been saying that too. I say I I I say jokingly. I don't actually think this, but like jokingly, two is the only film that makes one look bad. Yeah, like it's, it's in just comparison because so yeah. two is so damn good. I'm just looking forward because I I read I heard somewhere that John Wick Chapter Three is going to have a higher kill count than both the first I'm two so movies. The trailer confirms that, my dude. <laughs> Yeah. Halle Berry's dogs kill people. I'm so excited for that. That pit bull not, better it's, not die. If that pit bull dies, no, it's they're they're going full circle. Dogs getting murdered now. Dogs murdering. Dog murder Have you guys seen that picture of of Keanu Reeves with that John Wick T-Troll shirt where he's like, "Be nice to animals, or I'll kill you." No, no, uh, it's it's really dope. Like he's holding a shirt and it's like he has an umbrella over this puppy and it's like, oh, "Be yeah. nice to animals, or I'll kill the, you." The yeah. movie, the trailer, the 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 trailer song is "Impossible Dream" from Man of the Mancha, yeah, and it's so. Good. It's always nice when like opera music's used for like murderous musical intent. Music, it's not opera music. Man of the Mancha is not an opera. Okay, well you know what it I mean. It's a musical. Okay, the movie stars. Um, what's his name? Ian McShane. No, the oh. movie Man of La Mancha. Oh, I, I don't know. I've never seen that movie. Sparks. I, I Lawrence get... of Arabia. Who's who plays Lawrence of Arabia? You got it. You got it. Um, you got it. Uh, it's. I know it. I'm waiting for you guys. Oh, you know it. Who plays Lawrence of Arabia? Lawrence Peter Olivia? O'Toole. Peter O'Toole. Oh, I thought it was Peter Lawrence O'Toole. Olivier. <laughs> no, Peter O'Toole stars in the Man of La Mancha movie. It's pretty good. Um. Uh, the, uh, Richard Kiley is the is the is the lead in the original movie, which makes which I only know that because in the in the original play, because in the in Jurassic Park there is a quote: "The voice you're now hearing is Richard Kiley." Mm, okay, spared no expense. Um, uh, Game of Thrones fans, fans, Braun is in this movie. Did you see Blonde yeah, Braun? I, I saw Braun. I hey, saw Blonde Braun. Yeah. Do you think we'll see Common again? I hope so. I thought I liked Common a lot. In, did he not in die? Movie. We he don't know. We don't know because John Wick said if you remove it, you will die. And oh, you're right. And Colin I wouldn't be sit, surprised. He was just I'd sitting like on the subway with a friggin' knife. You're his right. Chest, what a sweet sm- fight. Just smiling. Lawrence Fishburne is. Uh, we see a He's bit back of Lawrence Fishburne. I love Ian McShane in those movies. Me too. I love I him love. in everything. Anyway, before we get too much into it, because Sparks has not seen two to his. Sadness. We got. We're gonna watch it like in the next like three days. I guarantee it. Um, quadruple feature. Let's get yes. Sparks back into this conversation yes. with the talk of Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh man, I haven't seen Homecoming. I guess I gotta oh, leave this God one too. God damn it! <laughs> Don't even talk about Infinity War. 
<laughs> so this whole movie, this whole trailer is it's a spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> Blood. No, what I actually liked is that there is no mention of the yeah. events of Infinity War. I like which, that too. Which, if if you're just following the marketing and not like us, to the average moviegoer, you could probably just assume it takes place before Infinity War. You think so, yeah. But we uh, we know it, it's after. In the know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see Nick Fury, which leads a lot of people to wonder, where's his spider sense? Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, well no, he's, he's only, not a threat. He's only, yeah, spider sense only for threats. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't even shoot him. The, he, MC, yeah, he the MCU uh, is a little... Uh, John Watts is the director of, this, of yep. these films. John Watts. Um, he, he chooses not to use the spider sense, but the <coughs> Russos do, so it's a little... I was a little curious about where exactly Spider Sense no, is. No, he said. Well, see, here's the thing: Spider Sense and Spider Man. He does use the spy because I thought we about talked about this when we yeah. did the Homecoming review. He yeah. he knew the gun was there, even though he didn't see it. Oh, you're right. Oh, I mean, they they don't make a big deal out of it like the Sam Raimi movies, but uh-huh. like he definitely has a sense of for even in, in Civil War, like things are thrown at him. Oh and yeah, the, the yeah. Russos and use. Also, the oh yes, yeah, and also yeah, right, in yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Infinity War, where he's like, I'm just like again it's the Russos, Russos yeah, use yeah. the he's spider sense. He's talking about he's talking yeah, yeah. about that in John Watts doesn't use the spider sense. That's yeah, what he's saying. But I think but he I does was saying not, this was like, the whole argument we had where I said that the gun was in front of the seat and Brandon wasn't sure I was right about that, but he never put the gun forward into Peter's face. It was hidden. So Peter never saw it, but he knew it was there. Mm-hmm. So I have a question f- for you guys. Um, I, th- I think we might be all on the same page, but we haven't actually talked about this since Ooh, the trailer we'll see. dropped. Um, the elementals in this film. Yeah. Uh, not the elementals. Mysterio's illusions. No. I think 100% Mysterio's illusions. They yeah. are all con men. They're all, they're all people that Mysterio hired because on the boat there's Amazing Spider-Man 212, and that's Hydro Man's first appearance. Yeah, but Hydro Man is not an elemental. Who says they're elementals? Well, but that's the thing. Is that, so what I think? I think what they're doing. You could be right. But no, it's and it's, of course it's a trailer. Who knows? I think I think wholeheartedly, Mysterio is using these people. It could be we could be both right. Yeah. Uh, but no matter what, these are Mysterio's illusions to make him look like the hero. Hundred yeah. percent. That's what oh, I yeah. think is what's happening. Spider Man just happens to be there, yeah. getting in the way. Like um, and Mysterio's like, um, damn well, it. Nick Fury is hire, Nick Fury hires Mysterio to fight these people. Yep. So it could be like one of those things. Yeah. That's I'm going to bet money that Mysterio is like pulling the strings. Hey, we get fishbowl helmet See, Mysterio though. That, That's cool. That was it cool. looks it's we're in full comic book territory. I love it. Like yeah. the thing where I was originally oh, it's all illusions, but then I watched it again and I read some stuff like there's actual damage being done to the city though. And yeah. I don't think illusions could do that. <clears throat> like sure. Molten Man like is like on that bridge and Hydra Man is like he could actually be using, throwing he could be using tech. Special yeah. Special and, tech. And to definitely he's th- the magic that he's using looks kind of Doctor Strangey. Yeah. Yeah. So like he could be pulling from all the Avengers. He could be like a super fan. Yeah. Um it's too early to tell him. Freaking looks like Mysterio. I, I love yeah. his costume. His that costume awesome. is awesome. Oh. Uh, Spider-Man Noir, almost Spider-Man Black costume. Yeah, going we saw on. that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Looks looks cool. Um, looks uh, like Benj- a fun time. We get a Benjamin Parker reference. Yes, we do. Yeah, we did. We which do. Was, which was really nice. His suitcase. Just one. The Uncle Ben flashback. The oh, FP. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Benjamin freaking Parker. <laughs> uh, eagle-eyed fans have pointed out all the clues that they're like, this means Tony Stark is dead. No. Oh, his, um, him looking at the suit. Uh, him looking at the suit, sad, mm-hmm. and uh, happy saying you're all on your own. They think that's from an isolated thing where it's referring to the fact that Stark isn't yeah. there. I Maybe. could, I thought it meant like he's in Europe, he's all alone. I, no, I, I know, but I mean like people have people yeah. have suggested. I and mean, then uh, the, the big one that I've, people ran with was thing? the Czech no. thing, yeah. No, because he, Which made, I said, he no, made Pepper I Potts CEO yeah. of the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Man too. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I do think Tony Stark is dead at the end of oh, the Oh, no, I 100% game. think that, yes. Yeah. Um, Probably. But I, what I, do, I do think that that 
that sorrowful look at the suit is kind of a I d- yeah probably well, two things about the scene that you were just referencing the the pepper pots thing uh one synchrony is the is the bank i now pay all my dental bills too so thanks for that for real that f- stupid flashback nice and um <laughs> the uh i really liked happy and may on may flirting oh, yeah. flirting i Hot thought that may. was real good yeah Hot Bay. Hot Bay. Yeah. Haunt Bay. I, I, I like uh, I like that Mr. Marissa Tomei is on board with her with his Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I, I like that. Fun I like it. Well, after after the end of Spider Man Homecoming, where she sees him and she has the last line of "What the f?" and goes straight to credits. Yeah. No, so. I, but I think that's really nice because yeah. it's a nice twist off of not just the Aunt May uh, dynamic we see in comics generally, but mm-hmm. also just you know what we've seen before in movies. Yeah. Like, it's hmm, it's she's a big question. Take yeah. question that blonde girl. Is that who I think she is? Blonde, or is what blonde girl? There's Which one? A, Betty Brant? The one with the headband. Betty Brant. Oh, that was Betty Brant. Who's, who's dating Ned? Oh, are they really? Yeah, it looks like they're dating oh. in this one. Yeah, because we saw her in the first one. Okay. okay. Yeah, she's Betty Brant. She's on the TV. I, I wanted her to be Gwen Stacy when so she was I. first cast in Homecoming. Yeah, that was the whole Betty thing. Brandt. Yeah, she's Betty No, because I actually forgot who she was in Homecoming, so I was good. I'd want to double check with you guys. Was like, she does the TV announcements. Yeah, yeah. She was from Nice Guys. She's a really good actress, and we wanted her to be Gwen Stacy. But they're going back to the MJ thing. I'm fine. I think we're pretty sure that this is this is. She's a stand-in for Mary Jane. Yeah. I, li- I like her a lot, though. I like Zendaya. I, I think they have good chemistry. They're also dating, so it works out. There's another well, we, Spider-Man situation. We don't know dating. that yet. He thinks she likes no, him. No, no, no. In, in real, real life. life. Oh, they are. Zendaya yeah. and Tom Holland are dating. Oh, good for them. Yeah. yeah. It's They're a cute, cute couple. They are cute. She's much taller. Yes. She's <laughs> on Amazon. Yeah. Um, Man, it's just, it's, Spider-Man's so cool, man. You know you know how it is, Sparks. Spider-Man's a cool guy. I've I seen him whip around. It's real cool. It's really funny to see this trailer and be like, wow. Marvel's marketing, Marvel's marketing machine, and Sony's marketing team Don't. very different. Yeah. Yeah. So Aunt May, I didn't think about this till you said it, but Aunt May being on board with him being Spider Man, maybe they don't remember what happened with the Thanos snap. Oh, I don't know that an Aunt May would be so on board with Spider Man doing these things if he got dusted. Oh, I didn't even consider that actually. That's a good question. Huh. Like memory. Oh, well, guess we're gonna find out April twenty. Yeah, no, I know. I just yep. I hadn't thought about yeah, that. Yeah, neither did I. I don't think Aunt May would be so on board if he. Just died That's recently. A great point, yeah, actually. Point. So maybe they don't know or, or don't she remember. Was also dusted. Maybe. Sure, but I mean, even then, I still don't think she'd be a fan. I'm talking about the fact that they don't remember it. Yeah, that's a good point. Or she could just be a cool on. We really have to see. I mean, I like I like the dynamic. I prefer her not being like, "Don't go be Spider Man." I prefer that. Yeah, yeah, but, that's a nice take. But uh, I hadn't thought about that till just now. I'm yeah. like. Huh. Mm. Okay. I saw those gears turning. I'm like, what are you thinking about? Yeah, that's a thought. Hmm. So th- this definitely. Uh, this is like takes place in like the first like third of the movie, right? Like I think he goes is, he yeah. goes to Europe and then that's the first it, inciting yeah. incident. Yeah. I think that's most awesome. of it, sure. Who knows? Who knows? I'm wh- very who excited, else is in and this we still movie. know Michael Keaton's in it. Yeah, and we get a little bit of uh, we get a little Sinister bit of Colby Smolder. We get a little, a little bit of Nick bit. Fury in yep. this one. We get a lot about Nick Fury, but yeah, I think that's I think Nick Fury looks really good in this. Banner movie. year for Nick Fury. Three I, movies. Hey, I've I've got my thing because I always want Nick Fury to show up and talk to Peter Parker. Dude, ultimate that was Ultimate Comics. Yeah, that's how it goes, baby. I love it. Yep. Okay, it's real exciting. I is uh, I have one piece of news. Yeah, bring it up, real we're, quick. We're done. Just for just just for me, uh, the the Gremlins three script is finished. Uh, Christopher Columbus, who wrote the originals, is uh, he finished the script and he's saying it's gritty and it's dark as twisted as ever. Um, it's gonna be more like the original movie and have minimal CGI. Uh, I'm really excited because I love the Gremlins franchise. Wow, let's he- talk about franchises coming back. Hell yeah, Joe Dante now, directed see, those because they didn't do a, a remake, remake three years ago. With all female with gremlins. With all female gremlins. <laughs> this is not a problem. Yeah. No, no I mean no, I mean genuinely uh, without the female yeah. thing. Like yeah. because they didn't do something recently with it. I'm glad. That is more exciting because it's a revival of something that hasn't and been touched the original in guy. so long. The difference with Robo with Robocop as I brought up, Robocop 
Nobody liked that remake. Such, that remake doesn't even have fans. It doesn't get much like all of Paul Verhoeven's movies, like Starship Troopers, Robocop. Like it's all about satire, and it completely missed the boat entirely. Right. God. All right. Let's move on to our review. So for our main topic today, we're doing uh, Glass. Now, if you have not seen Unbreakable, Split, or Glass, we will be spoiling it all. So probably go see them all, uh, or just see Glass. Up to you. I love, you, you I love Kimmy Glass without the previous. Yeah, two. you should probably go see all three. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is Glass, and spoilers from here on out. You have been warned. What I will do we all say, think about this. Uh, I like that. I will say, uh, I was at Starbucks yesterday, and uh, there was this family of just like regular people who don't go to movies. I'm like, yeah. yeah, there's that Glass movie. I don't know what it's about, but like, it's got like Sam Jackson. Like, I really want to see it, and I just wanted to be like. Do your research first. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on, guys. <laughs> okay. uh, so you got two movies to got watch two before movies. you see that. So what did you think about this one? Um, I liked it. Ben? I am so glad I saw Unbreakable and Split before I saw Glass. Real good yeah, movies, baby. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Unbreakable, is re- I really enjoyed Unbreakable. You guys are right. It is a grounded, what if superheroes were real story. I still think, uh, even having watched all three of them this week, I still think Unbreakable is Shyamalan's best film. I do, too. 100%. I stand by that. I always did. I think Split's better. I don't think Split's I... better... And I think James McAvoy's performance is better in that movie than yes. things in Unbreakable. But I do not think the script and the pacing and the filmography the is shot better. composition. 100%. Yeah, I think Unbreakable is a stronger film. Actually, I, film. I agree. I agree with that. James, McAvoy- I think Split has really good pacing though. It's much quicker than Unbreakable. Sure. Yeah. But that's not the point of Unbreakable. Yeah. No, it's true. No, I actually I think I agree. I like Unbreakable more than Split. I mean, don't get me wrong. James McAvoy's acting in Split is top notch. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, holy crap, that guy delivers a masterclass performance with all those roles that he has. Absolutely. All thousand of them. But th- uh, you want to wait, wait and touch on this while I get Ben, while I get uh, Sparks' initial thoughts? Uh, or do you want to finish I, your thoughts? I, I, like, I like class. I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Sparks, initial thoughts? I, I liked glass. Okay. I liked um, it. I might have liked it. I'm not 100% sure. We're so going to talk about it. Let's get into this. Cool. Um, so this movie starts with Bruce Willis walking into a split sequel and uh, <laughs> and turning into a... Which is what he did sequel. at the end of Split anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it starts really strong. Really I, strong. I think I think I a lot of this movie is really strong. Uh, I Man, James McAvoy, as, as Ben started to say, James McAvoy is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, watching this... And watching Split, like I couldn't help. I would have preferred a sequel to Split, honestly. Just a dedicated sequel to Split, because I wanted to. I mean, it kind of was. But you don't dedicate enough to McAvoy. McAvoy is the villain, and you don't get a lot of. A lot of it is hurried through. That's why Ani Taylor Joy is there, who I don't really think needed to be there for the Uh, story. Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, You get. If you got a sequel to Split, you could have really dived into James McAvoy's But the character. thing is, mm-hmm. it's not a, unbla- a, a sequel to Split. It's a spequel, sequel to Unbreakable It is a sequel, Split. yes. It is a sequel to two movies. It is. So, I mean, like, you, you, but you I weren't going to get what you wanted because it's, it's a sequel to a second movie, too. You're, you're right. Yeah. And I didn't know I wanted a sequel to Split until I saw Glass, yeah. where, I, where I said, I was like, I think I would have preferred Split to not so be I got part my of sequel Glass. in the first 20 minutes, and then I went to a new movie, and I was like, cool, I got, I got, I got a miniaturized Split 2. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah, because uh, mm-hmm. we get Patricia and 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 Dennis. Yeah, and uh, he we we get Hedwig. We get Hedwig. Patricia Hedwig rolling around is real spooky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's funny. Hedwig is a. We get more hey, of Kevin. The beast is coming to get you. Yeah, we yeah. get more of Kevin, which I which I like. Like I do like yeah. this stuff a lot with James McAvoy. His stuff is my favorite. Bruce Willis, I can't tell if he gave a shit in this one. He gave a shit more, but he definitely wasn't unbreakable. Bruce Willis. Huh? He wasn't. Right. He wasn't on the same level that he was when he did Unbreakable, but he definitely gave more of a. Crap he was certainly than trying any of his a little, recent films. hundred yes. percent. Like there was one time, like he sat down next to his son, and he gave like a little smile. I'm like, 
Wait, was that you acting, Bruce? Yeah. Are you trying? No, when, he, when they had the moment about the tiptoe man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ever bring no, it up. Uh, pretty man. much any time he connected with the kid. Yeah. I, I felt it was really like cool. it was really strong. Like, that kid, like, uh, yeah, Werner coming back Strucker. Yeah, coming back 20 years later, like, he's not, I don't think he's like the best actor, but uh, he, 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 he does cool to see him again. I mean, does good I, yeah, here. I was, I agree. I actually really enjoyed that they brought um, a bunch of the original actors, well, the ones that could, they brought yes, back. Yes, the five years younger mother of, of <laughs> Sam Jackson's character. Yeah, I told you that in the theater. <laughs> hey, they, they did make up. <laughs> yeah, fine. they yeah. did. Yeah. Wait, that actress is actually five, five years younger. Yeah, five yeah. years. Is that Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. yeah. Wow. She's 65, also, he's 70. Wait, hold on. How old is. How old is Glass and and Dunn supposed to be? I suspect if Glass Glass's is like mother is still alive. I suspect Glass is like in his like fifties. He had to. He would have to because be. yeah. Unbreakable. He he looked relatively young for Sam Jackson. Yeah, he so looked like, like he was in his like. I would say forty. I would say, yeah. I, I would say that I think we're a, getting hung up on the yeah, wrong. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I just I would uh, say that in, gla- that in uh, Unbreakable Glass. I, if in Unbreakable Glass, I had to be in his thirties. Yeah. And then he was in like his 40s pushing 50, and then maybe his mom was pushing like 70, 70 80. Maybe. Could have been a young birth. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? So well, she was just a spry 100. Yeah. So let's just focus on everything up before uh, David and and Kevin get captured. Okay. okay. Uh, um, yeah. Let's I really liked most, pretty much everything that happened. However, uh, looking back on it, I'm not too crazy about the specific crime that we got to see David going after. The YouTubers, oh, the YouTubers punched. I could yeah. have used a Superman better, punched him, Ronald. <laughs> I could have used a better crime. Yeah. that David oh. was taking care of because he straight just broke into somebody's house and then yeah. beat someone up. And like, which is, I mean, I, they're bad guys, but right? But they weren't on they the level of like unbreakable murderers. We saw, we saw a rapist that murderer? he didn't go after because he had to go after the murderer. But we, also, we saw him see a rapist and thieves and all these other things in the first film, and it's like, no, nah, I go after people who punch people on YouTube. Like, yeah. they they filmed themselves. Authorities could come get them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you think Shyamalan would have wrote a better inciting yeah. incident? Yeah. yeah, that that one kind of fell a little short for me. Everything else about it I really like, but that that specific yeah. thing being the crime he was busting yeah. kind of didn't work. Yeah, look, cause maybe I, it was a slow day. Because when I was thinking about the movie, I actually completely forgot about that scene. But you're you're right. The people who was like, "Yeah, we're gonna punch these dudes in the face." That's dude. You're being an idiot. Your your face is shown. <laughs> Superman punch. Yeah, there's literal yeah. evidence of you punching, assaulting a dude, and the cops see that your ass is in jail. No yeah, questions. Teenagers. They were, no know. questions asked. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I I uh, I agree with that. It's a little. I wish the 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 crime was better. Yes. Bigger. Um, because he's he's like he when he begins sees his son, he's like that wasn't the designated walk. He's like, well, I saw it. I had to go stop it. It's yeah. Like, did, Did you? you? Yeah. You could have found something else, I'm sure. I mean, I guess, like, he, he he can't, like, his instincts are, like, so, like, I have to be a hero. Like, that's the one crime that he could help with. So, like, sure. Like, again, it's not the best one. Yeah. No, it's but you could have written it to be a yes. better incident. Yeah. That's what I I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. I don't like his costume. Oh, you mean it's, his raincoat? It's really dumb, and I'm not going to hang out too much on it, but I don't like it that it's just a raincoat. I'm fine with it. Because it's, it's it's like this is like the whole point is that it's a a grounded yeah I like, know it's no spandex yeah I do like his name though the overseer, the overseer? yeah yeah they I, all have they all have the names the overseer the mastermind it's, the horde it's yeah. effective like yeah. it, it the thing is like if it were anything less common he'd stand out more yeah and I get his 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 um I also don't want Bruce Willis to like walk around like in spandex and a like, domino mask I'm not saying spandex no, yeah, yeah. but you know something like something well, like with a black ho- leather a hoodie <laughs> nah this a has hoodie. a hood. It is a hood. It has I know, a hood. but like the the ring, the flowy raincoat just it looks makes him look all But the whole, yeah. but the whole idea is that it's also we're dwelling a way too much more on this. But than the I whole idea of why to. it's a raincoat is because it's a representation of the parallel of his weakness. I understand. 
I understand. That's, really that's good. why I don't want to. That's why I didn't want to dwell on it. I get it. It's an aesthetic choice. I'm not a fan. Should have went with Atlantean armor. Definitely. <laughs> that would have been a movie. Um, yeah, this movie is um, this movie's called Glass. We don't see him for 40 minutes. Yeah, we don't. Uh, I did have a bit of a problem with that. Yeah. I wish the movie well at least started with him in the in the. In in the, the end, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about him anyway. You know, so. you know, I have my counter argument to that, but I won't get to it till we get yeah. to the end. The entire movie's okay. around him, so even though um, he's not in the beginning. So, okay, so 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 let's go beat by beat then. Sure, I think is what you what you're suggesting. Well, I was just um, saying let's cover the the early stuff first. Well, not much more to cover because we we do see we see we see the we do see the cheerleaders. I loved I loved uh, when Bruce Willis is able to catch the table. That the beast throws. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Table throw. That like because I, I something I was talking to um, my girlfriend after we saw it about was that uh, I in the later part of the film I wish there had been a little more showing of specifically David's strength. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's as present as the beasts or his. It breaks down a metal door. No, I know, but I, I'll I'll get into it when we get there. But yeah. but I did appreciate that there was stuff like him catching the table like it was nothing. Yeah. I really yeah. like that. Cool. And then um, the table hits the girl in the face. <laughs> she Jesus. goes breaks her arm. <laughs> Poor <Yeah>. girl. <laughs> I thought that was I shouldn't have, but I thought that was really funny because she that just like rough. stands there. <laughs> I will say the trailer. Um, I will say the trailer didn't really give us a lot more, but uh, the movie wasn't structured at all the way I thought it was. Like with him falling out the window, I thought that was like going to be the finale, and that's sure. like I was the first like ten sure minutes. That was the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were yeah. falling into water. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's fu- in the yeah. trailer. Oh yeah. And I realized as we were watching the scene that I'm like, it's they're going to fall into water. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I was pretty sure that was the beginning of the movie as I saw the trailer more. I was misled because again, I thought the movie was about glass, mm-hmm. but it's it's again, it's about David and glass. As Sparks uh, talked to me off air, um, but so we get to. Yeah, actually, you know, you're right. I would have liked more strength from David. We yeah, we'll talk about that later when it happens. Um, uh, it really, really, but I really liked I really liked the establishment of the relationship between David and his son. Yes, I oh think yeah. it's I think it's really solid, and I really enjoyed Warner watching Von it. Um, mm-hmm. I think they play with each other really well. I think Bruce Willis has strongest moments as far as acting are in the first forty minutes mm-hmm. of this film. Yeah, I agree. Like he, you know, he opened up. I, you know, was, there's a lot of things like let's talk about let's real quick. I want to parallel to the X Men franchise. Um, specifically, First Class, Days of Future Past, things like that. Um, I, for for those movies, as I was watching them, I really wanted to see the interim years. I really want to see like how did you get here. For Glass, I never once thought, how did you get to this moment? We sh- we open with it, he has a thing, and I'm just like, oh, he's just been doing this for 20 years. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I felt like it was a really nice. It was really n- very nice to actually pick up and feel like, oh, we're back to Unbreakable. And this we, is nice. And it's yeah. you got to remember, like like we all know this, but like superhero movies have exploded. Like Unbreakable was like was a superhero movie before superhero movies. Right. Yeah. So now people are you know if you watch Flash or Arrow, you know everyone has a team. They have a person behind the can sure. the, behind the computer. Yeah. Like that's his oracle. Yeah. Like it's really cool to see like Emmite's like. Using and it makes perfect and sense it's all about how his comics. son all was his... a fan of it when yeah. he was in the first film. Yep. Yeah. It, it really makes his son sense. pushed him to be a and superhero. Hey, no. Uh, Opened his own security place. I love it. No. Yeah. No fake tickly 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 clacks uh, trying to get a uh, trying to get hacking. D- uh, Glass did some. Glass does some, but yes, he, but, but he's a genius. But he does. So I'll yeah. allow it. He yeah. just kind of taps like, look up Google. Da, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Now yeah. scrolling. I'm like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just not clicky clacking all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan's dumb cameo. Stupid cameo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was fine until he had to bring up, 
hey, do you used to work at the stadium? And I'm like, oh I my thought, god. I was like, are you the same? Are you playing? He's the same, the same guy from both Split and Unbreakable. So Son of a bitch. I feel, I feel like he made that scene for people who didn't re- literally watch Unbreakable the day before. Because sure. like, f- like if you haven't watched Unbreakable in ten years, you're like, oh yeah, right. But for us, I think it's on the nose because like we literally just watched those movies. But yeah. but I didn't need the reminder about him like. You know, working in security at the stadium, yeah. I could remember that he works security. Yeah, even not having watched Unbreakable recently, I could remember. It's it. not like no, that's, it's, it's not a good is, cameo, but it didn't bother me. He's in every M. one Night, of his movies. M Night Shyamalan cameos usually bother me, so that's the I, I will start off there. Yeah, but him having to connect it like all my characters in the sequels, they're all the same guy. Yeah, having yeah. to like make that blatant, I was like, dude, it's, it's like silly. if Stan Lee came out. And no, said, no, We're all Stan the same Lee, person. Stan Lee's are better because Stan Lee, if. M. Night Shyamalan's cameos were all the length of Stan Lee's. It'd be nice, but he actually makes like little scenes about all of his cameos, and I don't yeah. love that. Yeah, especially the one in Unbreakable. If see, I would I would hate it more if he again literally didn't do it in every single movie. I'm just used to it. Where no, I'm like, sure. Oh, it's a Stan Lee cameo. There, he, there he is. It's it, not gonna detract because it, it's like it's, it's it's a standard. I just I just I didn't need I didn't need the like on the nose hey by the way i'm the same dude from yeah. split and i'm the same but we dude got from the good we got the joke we're like go. i want to go for a walk dad don't go for a walk let your dad go for a walk dude jesus i, I like that line. no that would have been fine that's yeah. what i'm saying it should have ended before he said the stadium thing yeah yeah and i would have yeah, been fine that, with that should have been the end of that because i don't like the because we could we we could say oh i wonder if that blah, 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 blah. we don't need him to be like hey i'm the guy from the last movie <laughs> yeah yeah, like I, I used silly, to do some yeah. shady things around the stadium, but then I cleaned myself up. Now I work security at the yeah. watch the security <laughs> cameras at this other building, and it's like cool. Thanks. It would have <laughs> it would have been almost as bad. It would have been worse, to be fair, if he had gone like, yeah, I work security, and the girl I worked for security for died. Yeah, looked right at the camera. <laughs> looks right. Looks at camera. <laughs> it was um, real mysterious. Her ribs were like yeah. cracked and everything. Like, oh my gosh, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, if he'd been like the clue. That had pointed them towards him. I would have been pissed. I would have been like, no. <laughs> it was this guy with DID. It was real weird. I don't know why he's southern. That's real weird. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this is not me at all, like defending it. But like, sure. Again, like uh, every one of his movies has a stupid cameo, and he's no, such, I know. He's such a uh, uh, unique director. I'm just like, I give it a pass. You know what? I prefer his his cameo in The Happening. It's voice only. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, he's um, talking, he's Zoe Deschanel's lover. It, it definitely oh. doesn't bother me as much as the one in Lady in the Water. So I never saw Lady in oh, the Water. Oh, he's like the main character, the savior of the movie. <laughs> yes, he's the savior because someone tells him that he needs to keep writing because he shouldn't listen to critics, even though his work is having trouble getting off the ground because some child might yep. see his work one day and yep. change the world. Yep. Because of it's it. It's actually a really positive him. message. It's a positive message. But the message, movie is a piece of shit. But it's very self-masturbatory. Yeah, I saw that movie in theaters when I was like 14 and I loved it and then I grew up and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> What, Lady in the Water? Yeah. I never saw it. It's not good. My, my least fa- my Welcome least back to the conversation, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Well, my least favorite uh, M. Night Shyamalan, he's the Avatar. Well, of course. Oh, that's, no, that's no stretch. I was, yeah. I was actually wondering, did he have a cameo in the last Of course he did. I bet, 100% bet. Is, the, is he why they made he made the Fire Nation all Indian people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. No, it was Dev Patel. It was casting of Dev Patel. No, I, um, actually, I think before I saw Unbreakable and Split, the last M. Night Shyamalan movie I watched off my own free will was Last Airbender. I'm sorry. Wow. So yes, yeah, split. Free, it was free on Netflix. Why? Might as well. Split ends with he's kidnapped. He he he's run away, and he realize they the 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 horde realize that the beast is Im- immortal. So we pick up here in Split. He's already killed two other another group Groups of people. Of, yeah. And so yeah. he's captured another a third one. So he's yeah. got this triangle pattern. And so right. so David, uh, they're trying to track him down. Track yes. down the horde. Mm-hmm. David and his son. 
So he goes. He's going for walks. I love the bump between him and Hedwig. Yeah, that's a great oh, yeah. moment. I felt the like, ooh, this is it. He's yeah. gonna find out. I yep. felt it. I was like, this is really exciting. I, also, I liked yep. how he's like brushing up against people. Yes, I thought that I, was, I cool. thought that was re- a great callback to Unbreakable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Everything felt very consistent and strong. Yeah. Um, uh, later they reveal, but like the flashback kind of almost hinted, at least to me, that uh, his wife had left because yeah. she I found out he was left. the overseer. I, yeah, I thought she... But then we later find out she died of the She milk. did. She died of leukemia. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Is that actress dead? Robin Wright? No, no. she was just in House Robin of Cards. Robin Wright? Yeah. It doesn't look like her in that first movie. That's her. That's, That's her. her. She looks exactly oh. like Princess Buttercup t- 20 years earlier, too. No, she's not. To dead. be fair... She ro- ages uh, none at all. To be fair, Robin Robin Wright is not an actress I've, I grew up with. I yeah. ran into her recently. Yeah, she just did the, the last season of House of Cards on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah, yeah she did. Um, yeah, that was... I don't think you needed to do that. Kill off that. Kill off the wife. I think that she needed to not be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Too and many I, characters, right? And I would rather her be dead than than divorced, divorced. Yeah. or miss or recasted or after something. Yeah, after the way Unbreakable went. Well, no, yeah. you just didn't need that character. Yeah, like that character would have been like trying to do something yeah. to help David, and we just didn't need the extra character. So I I prefer that you know she just passed of an illness. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that when they killed her, they didn't make it like well someone found out about David and the da da da, and it could be this motivation and for he has, why he has to hide yeah. who he is. And, and like it's it's not brought up a lot, but like there is a sweet moment where like he has his ring on his neck. I love that and moment. He kisses yeah. his ring. I love that yeah. moment. It's it, if you. It, Tying into the the way their relationship was in Unbreakable and how he was repairing it and they were reconnecting, mm-hmm. it looks like I, it I like it. I like yeah. it, and no, I prefer it I, left where it is. Originally, I was really scared because there was that quick scene of him back at home, and there's like you see Audrey's back, and she exactly, so yeah. That's, I'm thinking that oh crap, she had left, or that's they, what I thought. Too. Something happened, but when I found out that she died, I was like, okay, but I like that. You're right, I like that a whole lot better because of the whole thing of Unbreakable. Like even the first scene of Unbreakable when I was watching where he takes his wedding ring off trying to flirt with that girl and then even after she gets another scene I'm watching it and he puts his ring back on I was like yeah you put that ring back on you son of a bitch yeah <laughs> well but I mean it makes sense that after you fin- after you get closer to the movie because yeah, they're as, separating yeah as they're, I get into right, the movie as I get in the movie I get it and then once they finally like no let's try this again let's go like he gets the job in New York and he does obviously he doesn't take it. Oh, yeah. real quick, real quick. I want to talk like um, that that scene Unbreakable where where she comes up to him and she's like, "Listen, you can you can be honest with me. It won't affect my opinion at all. But have you slept <laughs> yeah. with anyone? It won't affect my. Opinion. I promise it won't affect my opinion. I want to get no, no. Together, she's not crying. She says it she's three times. Cry. She's <laughs> not crying. It won't. Affect, and he says, <laughs> "Won't affect no. my opinion." And yeah. then she's and then he says, "No, break down his." Yeah, yeah. that's such a good scene. She I, said, um, it is. I do like how he handle how he does flashbacks in this movie. Um, Deleted scenes. Well, not just that, but how he and specifically one that we'll talk about towards the end that that ties indirectly to one of the twists of the film because uh, there's multiple yes. um, the the when the when he does flashbacks it doesn't feel like it's a flashback it feels like it's the next scene and you'll only get cued into the flashback by by seeing either young Bruce Willis or 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 some or the younger. young son, yeah. the young yeah. son. Yeah. that's the only way it's cued in because otherwise and I do like that I it too. doesn't it doesn't take away from the movie at all you're never like confused you're like oh this is was this an Unbreakable? And then you're like, the, no, and then you find out he uses deleted scenes from Unbreakable to use flashbacks. Cool, which though. was really great. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was They really look good. really they, good. I was yeah. watching those, like the scene when he goes into Joseph's room when jo- after like the wink thing in, in yeah. uh, glass. Is this a Tony Stark de-aging thing? That's I, what I thought. I thought it was. I'm like, they, no, like not with his budget. But you see the boy and you're like, no way. That's the same they turned boy. turned a 30-year-old yeah. into it's, a 9-year-old. Like, there's no way that that kid is. I was watching. I was like, "There's no way they got another actor." And then I was like, "Oh, it must have been a lead scene from Unbreakable." Yeah, sure enough, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, we'll get to the one my favorite flashback. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Um. Uh. So okay, what else happens? So they. Well, we could get into the the capture. I think. Okay. So they. So David. They fight. David. They they fight the beast and and the overseer. They fight. Um, uh, this is the first time where I started to notice a a camera angle he'll use a lot throughout the rest of the film that I didn't like. Upside down? Uh, no, it was uh, when the beast gets behind David. First, and is, like, fir- is, like first person? Or? No, and is uh, crushing his ribs. Mm-hmm. We're like hanging in front of Bruce's oh, face they do that and to moving the, with him. To the guard guy and they too. do that. they do that a few times later during the fights, uh, like when they're strangling each other and it's kind of held in front of them. It's yeah. not yeah. perspective, but it's held in front of them and oh, moving yeah. with them. I don't love the overuse of that shot. Yeah, I get that. That angle didn't work for me. He has a very interesting way of, 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 of um, structuring dialogue shots as well. He'll, he'll frame you in the center He'll center frame you, and then cut back and forth as if you're right in front of the. Person. Yeah, that didn't that didn't bother me when he was like the psych. Just a little weird. It didn't bother me when it was the psychiatrist talking to everybody because I felt like that made sense. It, it yes. provided a certain atmosphere. Yeah. Uh-huh. But during the battle scenes, specifically where it would be that that shot, and you'd kind of be jerking like someone's holding a GoPro in front of their head yeah. or something uh, that's attached to them. I didn't love those. I'll I'll again. This won't be me really defending it, but like uh, again, M Night's a very unique director and he I, no, he I just watched an interview and he's like he didn't want to make you know I don't want to make a big Marvel movie where you, where, you, where there's a hundred million dollars special effects like it's going to be in there and gritty and you're in your face oh I'm for like, sure it might not look the best but like again for me it, it didn't bother me because like the world that this is in like it's it's really Leveled. Yeah, I'm. I'm it, it I mean, I don't me. know. I don't know how good you can make a fight between a 70 year old man <laughs> and a 30 year old. Uh, uh, have you seen Star Wars Episode Two? There's a little dude, a little green dude, and a 90 year old Christopher Lee. <laughs> and that looked real bad. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're no, right. I, I, I get that. It's just that specific angle. It, it felt overused yeah. to me, and uh, it didn't edit in well. Yeah, I was a little worried about this. Um, I was a little worried about this going into it. I don't necessarily buy the fight scenes that well i think they're fine i think they're 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 well done to the most part for the most part this is a very low budget movie too it, it so is i think that is a lot it is it. and because of that you know maybe give him a million more he, f- he he produces it's all his own money i understand that what i'm saying is i think that david dunn as a fighter bruce 70 year old bruce willis i don't buy as this massive fighter and I will get into a little bit more of a problem I have with his power specifically um, towards the end of the movie. I have a, I have a bit of an issue with them. Um, sure. But I, I there's, there's, I don't know if I buy David Dunn versus the beast a lot of the time. And it's, it's a little, it's a little weird for uh, me. I want to, before we move on to like them going to the, to the Institute and everything, uh, I want to touch on, I really like the score in the film. I really mm-hmm. like how they bring up, Bruce Willis's theme, mm. and uh, the Beast, yeah. and uh, Cat, yeah, and uh, Casey, Cassie, Casey, 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 Casey has Casey. her own theme that I hadn't even really recognized till I was hearing it mm-hmm. with her. Um, I really like that those all got called back. It made everything feel really fluid, and like all those different things were coming together. I really enjoyed yeah. it, and the ticking. I love yeah. when they use the ticking. Mm-hmm. Man, I really want a split sequel. We'll get into that. This but is it. You got it. No, this is it. I mean, oh, accept no. it. This is it. No, I really want. See, one. this is this is what I meant by Last Jedi. Your expectations versus what he wanted the movie but to I end on. But I didn't expect a split sequel. After seeing Glass, I want a split sequel. Oh well, that's all. Like that's the difference. And I didn't expect. I want one. more General Grievous, and he's okay. There. I knew I knew specifically so the movie I was getting yeah. into. They get captured by Sarah yeah, so they Paulson. Get, they get captured, and we're introduced Ellie to Staples. the idea that uh, that she has this 
this machine that can force another personality out of out of Kevin. It's a light mm-hmm. thing. It's yeah. a, and it I think that's really cool because they call it the light anyway. Like cool. <coughs> holds yeah. Onto the light. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really cool. Uh, and they get ca- and they capture them and they take them to the insane asylum. And w- again, we still don't see glass for another 20 minutes after that. Psychiatric Institute. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Ravenclaw. Raven. Ravencroft. Ravencroft. Ravenwood. Ravenhill. Ravenhill. Well, there's so many ravens. Something with whatever's. a raven. Yeah. Uh, Ravenclaw. Ravencroft. 50 Ravenwood. Points. Ravenwood, I think, is a. Uh, Cri- Ravenwood is Anita Jones. Is oh uh, Marion. Marion Ravenwood. Yeah. Credit where credit is due. Even up into the part where they're still in the security store before they get captured, they're teasing the building of this big Osaka tower. Yes. I yeah. love I love that all everything involving that tower and nothing happened with it. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I actually thought it was going to be fake. I'll get into that in a minute yeah. uh, when we get when we get there. But yeah, I thought it was going to be fake for a minute. So yeah, we're in the insane asylum. We're introduced to to more characters. Sarah Paulson. What do we think about Sarah Paulson in this film? What What do we think about her? Uh, she's g- good. She's I would good. S- I would also say she's g- g- good. She's good. I I really like her a lot, and I kind of I was expecting her to have. I don't more think of a role. she's given a lot. She isn't given a lot, but like the the few times that she was emoting, like I really felt that she was trying to help these people. Mm-hmm. Before we get to the actual ending, I really felt like the. She, her group has their own ways of doing things. She wants to do the the uh, humane thing, mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, and I bought that. But again, there wasn't a lot there. I think. Yeah, like I, that, I uh, wish they would given her more. Yeah, like that one. Um, like uh, was it? Is it appropriate to call them a nurse? The nurses. A nurse. Yeah, that's they're nurses. Yeah. yeah. No, um, like the one with the flashlight when he's go. And this may be Lenny little, Bruce. Yes. Yeah, the one later in the movie where he's like talking to um Elijah and he's like. If I drop this heavy ass flashlight on your legs, I'm like, are you gonna say sorry or are you? Oh, you're just, oh, you're just messing with them. Nice. Because in the beginning of the movie, he's like, I don't like the way this news doctor is going because you and I got along just fine before. It's like, oh, you're an abusive a hole. Yeah, okay. he is. He is a uh, Lenny Bruce from Mar- Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which was real weird for me to watch. I didn't, uh. I didn't think he was being abusive. I thought he was testing him. Oh. I thought he was genuinely I saying like testing. we got along fine. Like he doesn't like the new management. I thought oh. he really did connect with Elijah, but Elijah had been moving around and he was suspicious. Oh. So I don't think he was trying to abuse him because if he was trying to abuse him, he would have dropped it. Oh. He caught it because he was trying to see if he'd react because he wanted to know if he was slipping off the medicine. Oh. I didn't think he was abusive. I didn't okay. think he was an abusive. No, I. But no, I, I, I thought I thought both of them were going to be like abusive villains, but then like <clears> there's this long talk that this guy's having with the guard. He's like, "Hey, do you drink water? No, you don't. You just should drink more water." He's a health guy. He's yeah. like really trying to help these people. Grape nuts. And they're they're like, "Look, get him in the get him in the room. He's not supposed to be out here." Um, we get a little taste of, of Elijah about 20 minutes after we get to the to the thing. Um, the different cells are interesting. I, what I like about Bruce Willis is that he's just shot. There's t- tons of water just gets la- gets thrown in there. Nozzles right. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, which is which is his weakness. Um, I do like that they try to use that like you know water's kind of everyone's weakness. Like people drown. Uh, it, it is on it's a, a level of like thing. it is on a level of not knowing what the film is about having to question like if you believe that he's normal wouldn't a metal door be plenty yeah yeah why do you have to have water yeah yeah what are you that's, doing see that's where my conflicts come in because yes. like i really like the idea of this movie but then things like that where it's like if you're trying to make this guy seem like he's a normal guy why do you need to have so much security around him right it kind of breaks the breaks the idea. Also, there. Well, yeah. one thing. I mean, this might be jumping a little farther than we want, but the scene where all three of them are sitting down and sure. they're and they're being interviewed by Ellie for the quote unquote last time. Yeah, uh, Bruce Willis and Chains, and we know he can break metal. So, why or at least 
eventually. Or at least <laughs> mess it up. Which, again, is another reference. Like, they and have those, him and bolted those, to the floor, and, and it's like, hand- you must be convinced he's strong on some level. And those like, handcuffs, really? and I've, I mean, I saw those chains. I'm like, you could probably break out of those. I, I, I don't know, because she's saying, like, you have delusions of grandeur. You can't do this. I will, if, uh, it's kind of like that scene in Mass Steel where Superman just breaks the handcuffs, no problem. Yeah. So we kind of like Bruce Willis have been pulling, and then snap. You, you want well, to thing- you, you believe Again, it now? David Dunn, well, okay, so that's actually a good point for me to say. David Dunn's power set is a little inconsistent. I won't say like wildly inconsistent, but it's a little inconsistent. Sometimes he's very strong. Uh-huh. Other times he's only as strong as the plot needs him to be. So in, I feel like later in the film they imply it's a matter of his belief in his power. That doesn't, I get what you're saying. But that that not like how much he actually puts into it. Yeah. Is how much how strong he actually is. Yeah, and he's yeah, never because, because he's always been resistant. Yes, because if you 100%. and it almost is consistent because if you think about an Unbreakable, he struggles just as much to lift two hundred fifty as he does three hundred. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We kept getting higher and higher, but he keeps doing it because he never actually hits his limit because he doesn't know his limit. So he right. does. And if you don't push it, how do you know? But he mentally is struggling just as much. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I think it's only as convinced he is of how strong he is. Yeah. That should have been, and in he the just movie never really. I I, I yeah, won't yeah. I won't deny that, yeah. but I do think that is the implication: is that he has to believe himself to be that strong for yeah. him to actually be able to do it. Okay, so I want to touch, which isn't as weird when you think about comparison to the beast. Mm-hmm. The beast has to believe in the beast to be the beast. Yeah. Well, the horde has to believe in the beast. Sure, but I mean, like the be- the beast has to believe it's impenetrable. Yeah. The beast has to believe that. Yeah. Itself as well as the horde. So I also want to touch on. Um, so here's why. Here's why. After the fact, I, I said I want to. I want a split sequel, because I think shoehorning split, making split a sequel to Unbreakable and this to, uh, sequel to, to both, uh, takes away. I think having James McAvoy takes away from the relationship that you could keep going with with David Dunn and and Mr. Glass. I don't think necessarily like too much that it for, that it collapses the film under the weight of the characters because there's not that many characters but I do think this movie is trying to do too much in also being a split sequel whereas it but it's clearly it's just a gla- it's just an unbreakable sequel but then sometimes we get to the split sequel which well, has it's, some again good it's se- a sequel to both it doesn't have to it doesn't have to like but it it, it I feel like I, and I don't want to say it's, it's collapsing under the weight of what it's trying to do because it's not it I do think it is it is sacrificing something to do a split sequel when it could just be more focused on David and Elijah. And this is this is a, a, a little stretched, but bear with me. Like, when you go to the Avengers movies, do you expect it to be a Captain America sequel? No, but... Because this, this is the Avengers movie. It's all of them. That's exactly what it is. I don't think that's true, though. I don't think that's what it's trying to do. I don't think this is that's the Avengers That's what Avengers doing. This the is the end of a trilogy. Yeah. But it's, but it's more so like... It's more so if we had seen... Oh, I don't know. That I it it, it is. If it, anything, we have we have more screen time in these three movies of of Kevin because he's the main character of Split and he's a main character in this movie where there's two main characters in Unbreakable. So if anything, we've gotten more Split than we've gotten anything else. Sure, but I do think that we don't need to keep doing a Split sequel because you 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 the balancing act isn't there. That's what I'm trying to say. The balancing act of what you, to, to your analogy, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. The Avengers is very well balanced between all the characters, surprisingly so, especially in Infinity War. This film isn't balanced as well. I disagree with that personally. I think personally. This, I think this film takes I think this film veers into a split sequel when it when it doesn't really need to. It could just stay in an unbreakable sequel. 
Now, but just the split like, sequel is the first twenty minutes, and then it turns into its no. But what I'm talking about are the scenes, the scenes with Anya Taylor Joe and Kevin Wendell Crumb. Those scenes are the split sequel. Well, it's, that's because it's the do, characters from Split. But you don't need Anya Taylor Joe and Taylor Joy. That's a completely moment. different story. Yes, I think. When I first saw her in the trailer, I was like, wow, they're going to do something real special with her, I think. And they kind of don't. They just make her like Kevin's foil, which is yeah. necessary. But the, but the well, because he wants, this, he wants this trilogy of support characters to the trilogy of the main yes. characters. Yeah, I get that. I, I just don't think Split, Split needs to be in this movie. There's nothing in this movie that tells me that Split needs Are, to be here. Uh, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Are you trying to say that uh, Kevin Wendell Crumb's whole thing doesn't need to be in this movie? Yes. I don't agree. I 100% disagree. There's not enough of a story between David and Elijah to do a sequel. Also, Glass's whole thing is about revealing the world. He's a guy in a wheelchair who's very smart, but in an institution already. And David's a super strong person who stays under the radar. What's the story without the... The, the beast being the thing that brought them back into each other's the world. The beast is the thing that's going to reveal superheroes and supervillains to the world. That's Glass's plan. Yeah. Well, the, the beast is, but I don't think you need well, the, beast the Horde. Because well, well, I, I, have a, I, have a, sorry, sorry, I have a problem with how the Horde is portrayed in this film, specifically. Because the Horde is portrayed as evil. But not all of the no, personalities no, are. No, the no. horde is not evil. It's just a collection. The beast is the evil one. The beast is some the people like him, some people don't. Even Dennis, even Dennis, the one who's like he didn't want who, to participate in the killing. Yeah, he doesn't want. Which to is kill. actually he a wants, great. He wants to show people that the beast exists, that the beast can do these amazing things, and people need to like bow down to the beast. You're, he doesn't want people to die. You're absolutely not wrong. Towards the end of the film, they get <laughs> to the point. They get into the idea that that not everyone in the horde is evil. But in the beginning, it's very you know when they're in the asylum and all trying to escape, we are we are led to believe that everyone in the horde is now Team Beast, and I don't like that. I don't think so because we don't see all nineteen of them say we love the beast. No, be, you there twenty three. Hold up, there are still people or still personalities inside Kevin. Who are against the beast? Barry is still against the beast. The professor Barry is still is not against the beast. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, Barry's, he is. Barry is trying to get to get uh, Hedwig the light so that the beast could come out and they could escape. No. Yes, they. Barry says when Hedwig needs the light so that we can all escape. That might he might be right, but regardless, I I disagree. Where I think the overwhelming majority of the people that we saw are in favor of being evil, but <clears> the ones that we didn't see. They showed up later, and it's they not. Were, it's they not even. The light. It's not even about being evil. It's about the fact that they they have been convinced. Yes, it's That's a cold. whole thing. It's a cult. Yeah. It's, it's that it was a scary story to them in Split. Now they are convinced that he is real because they have seen him do yes. things, and they have seen him throw down with a super strong person. They're they're convinced, and now they're trapped and they're scared, and they're the thing they never wanted to be. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I still wanted more of that, and that's why I'm saying I wanted more. Of I want to split a dedicated split sequel sure. because I want more of going into that idea. With but that's Anya not the Taylor movie. That this, I'm, yeah. You keep saying it's not uh, the movie. I get it. We're not yeah. watching a sequel I'm, to Split. What I'm saying is, if you anybody. had if you had just done a sequel to Unbreakable and then a sequel to Split, I feel the the moments between Anya Taylor Joy and James McAvoy work better in a sequel to Split than in a sequel to Unbreakable, which this movie is. Sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't agree. Sure. That's fine. Uh, this movie is a sequel to both. I just feel like you don't need the sequel to Split in this film. Uh, to be honest, you didn't need a sequel to Split, period. I do. I really would like a sequel to Split to get into what, to more into Kevin and kind of that personality and more into Anya Taylor-Joy. I'm going to tell you. But the ideas of how the personality works and, and with, we, we get we get tidbits of a sequel to Split I, that I, I would have liked to, more, to go into more. 
if M. Night Shyamalan had just done a dedicated sequel to Split, I don't believe I would have liked it. I think he would have ruined it. That's, a, that's I'm another be honest. story. That's well, another sure. argument altogether. You're right. And so is this argument, because this whole thing is that this is a sequel to both. Regardless of whether you see it or not, it is a sequel to both. It has the elements of both. They intertwined, and we're trying to review about where they intertwined, what worked, and what didn't. I'm uh, saying the intertwining doesn't work. I, I get it. I don't agree. Let's talk about those things, because now we're just talking about the semantics of sequels rather than talking about yeah. the film. I just don't think it's I don't think it's a proper argument to say that because I want a sequel to Split doesn't mean that I hate this movie because it's a sequel it's not a sequel to Split. I didn't which say which is that. what Ryan was trying to say. Uh, I'm not trying to say it like that, but yes, sure. That's why I got mad. Yeah. Was that I was that argument? I don't think is valid. Okay. Anyway, in the movie, <laughs> in the movie, uh, oh man, where are we? Okay, Ben, you go. Uh, yeah, Ben, you go. Oh shit. Okay. Um. Oh crap! So we we talked about um, David and the water. We talked about the David's weakness with the water and the whole See, nozzles and um, it's his only weakness. When he was five, that's the only time he's ever been hurt yeah. is when he drowned. Yeah, it was the only well, almost drowned. Um, yeah. shoot, where were we? He got oh, made out with an old we man. We finally um, Elijah. When Elijah goes, I think oh, we're at the, the scene where he pops his pills open. Oh, oh my god, was, that's pretty cool. That was that was sweet. Yeah. Now I do agree with Brandon on I wanted more of glass. Yeah. I want to see more of the mastermind. Sure. Because I don't know why Samuel Hey, Jackson, hey, what are masterminds? They're the people behind the scenes, right? Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. All right. So, oh, yeah, I behind guess, the scenes. I guess you're right. Um I really enjoyed Samuel L. Jackson in this movie. Yeah. Especially I, I mean, when did we not though enjoy yeah. Samuel? Jackson? I mean, I was I really liked when he finally got his like his suit with the the MG, the Mr. Glass on his thing. Did he have that? No. Unbreakable? I don't know when he not, did. In Unbreakable, no. He did not have that in Unbreak He did not have that in Unbreakable. His mama brought it. <laughs> Probably. Um, Come on, that suit also wouldn't fit him. Yeah. It's a di- it's 20 years later? Yeah. <laughs> a newly tailored suit. Probably. No, but one of the things I actually, when I was watching Split, I was liking how, like when um, uh, Casey's, you finally see all Casey's scars, and he's, because the whole beast thing is, you have been broken, you are pure because of that. Sure. And, and that's when he teams up with Glass, because obviously Bruce Willis is the most impure thing to him, so that's why he wants to keep fighting him. And I actually like that, because... A yeah, person challenges who, his belief. A person mm-hmm. who's never broken before is doing. They don't know. They don't know suffering. They should suffer. Yeah, they don't know suffering. Yeah. Whereas Glass has suffered. His, like the flashback scene with him at the carnival where he breaks. <sighs> oh, man, what a scene! I know that's, that's yeah. such a bummer when his toys fall down. Yeah, yeah. He's because like, at first I'm thinking, why is he? Oh, that's right, because he break. Because he like he has all these broken bones and brittle bone disease. Is the yeah. sem- is not not the technical term, but it is one of them. Yeah, no. right. But um. What was what was I going with this? I was going somewhere with this. The, the I mean, Glass. I'm once again, I'm once again maybe jumping to the end of the film where we don't want to go. But I love how everything gets revealed through like Elijah's part, like hit when Elijah goes to the computer and he finds out the twist about um, Kevin's dad. Yes. Even oh, okay. Let's 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 get there in a second. Yeah. Um. So I I feel like there are issues in the structure of like knowing what, what Sarah Paulson and all of them are doing. Yes. There are issues in the sense of like how much security is actually present. And this is kind of where we want, we talked about like if they're going to do, and they have a reveal at the end, which is all about like, there's actually a secret society that Sarah Paulson's part of. And we won't get into it right now, but like that, that they're, that they're part of, and they're doing this on purpose. And so she's trying to convince them while she knows they are super powerful. Yes. I needed some kind of hint of that beforehand that she was in on this. Same. Because, I do not think that if she's taking this seriously that there's enough security. And I also, again, I told you this, Ryan, that yeah. I let this go, but like, for how many people 
uh, and how savagely Kevin has murdered, there should definitely be some more armed security or police even presence yeah. Yeah. because uh, he's yeah. a murderer yeah. set to stand trial. And, and, this and is, a cannibal, too. This it's is questionable. Like my main conflict because her whole thing is she's trying to convince them they're normal people. So if you have a thousand armed guards, that's not going to seem normal to you, right? So right. at the same time... But you could pass it off as Kevin is a mass murderer. Yeah, yeah, you could. Um, at the same time, like... They've had... They've had more security for less. At the same time, we're watching a sequel t- to two movies. So, like, if they're trying to put one under on us, like, oh, actually, maybe they aren't superheroes. We've literally seen two movies where right, it doesn't yeah. work. They it's, spend too much time trying work. to convince the audience of so, it, which is why yeah. the secret society thing kind of works. And I it like justifies it, all. But of I it. wish, like, like we were talking about, like, I wish sh- there could have been like a scene where, like, she's talking to somebody, like, I need more time. Just to give us a little hint of that, like, ooh, so what's going on with Sarah Paulson's character? Right. Because I believed her the entire time until the end where it's like super fast. That yeah. or what I wanted, what I realized I wanted is I wanted a moment earlier where like she goes out to like a parked off site, just, just off site of the institution van where there's like clearly some dudes in there who are ready and it's like, is he still stable? And it's like, oh yeah, no, it's okay. I've got yeah. this right now. And the guy sitting in the van has the shamrock. Yeah. Clover they should have symbol on that him. earlier. And and that would have been plenty to help clue me into like she's up to you just don't get that hint. Yeah. yeah. Because you as an audience know they're powerful. Yeah. You know. So mm-hmm. it's like, why are you trying to trick yeah, me? They're not trying to convince the audience. Yeah, it's okay to trick them. Why are you trying to trick me? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, like that's like my, my one major, major that, complaint. Really. That is the thing that makes it so that when that secret society shows up, it doesn't land the way and it And I really should. like and all I wish this stuff. There at had the end. been a clue like, in because I would have been like, because that wouldn't have even been hard. I would have been like, it's not weird that there aren't people off there. The beast is like super murderous. Yeah. And she she has to probably like do this on, like that wouldn't be weird to me. I would have appreciated some kind of acknowledgement of that. Did you guys see it coming when um right after Kevin got shot, the secret society thing? No, no, not at no. all. I, not until no. not until they I were dragging s- David. Did I catch on? No, I saw. Yeah. The second I saw the shamrock tattoo on the sniper after he shot Kevin, my first thought was, "No." I immediately know. Oh, it, here's the twist. As it la- as it later, uh, yeah, I thought was like, "That's the that's the one of the big twists is that because the set because that camera you can tell it's like focusing. I was like, "This is the center. That shamrock sure. is the center point." So I'm like, "There's no way that's just some random dude's tattoo." And then obviously when he dunks the ke- um uh. David's head in the water and you see the tattoo again. He touches the hand. You see the tattoo. It's like, there's a yeah, goddamn there secret. Been, but yeah, there should have been something. Because she says we've been doing this for 10,000 years. Yeah. It's like, you needed a, to cue me in a little bit earlier. Yeah. That there was like, something else going on. And I love in this yeah. movie. I love because, oh, because, because, the, because yeah. the, twi- the first twist, I think, is really effective. The twist that Glass killed David's Kevin's, Ke- Kevin's Kevin's yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. That one I is the. Really I effective. thought that was the twist, and I thought that was great, it especially was the way he. You were going to talk about it, that flashback, the way he color coded that yes. to look mm-hmm. just like it was that same train. So that I really it seamlessly goes yeah. into the beginning of Unbreakable. Yeah. I think I that lo- really works. That was awesome. I really loved that because um, obviously you knew because something. The, because then the beast goes to protect Kevin, yeah. and I think that really that, that's really solid. I uh-huh. really like that twist. Yes. Oh yeah, that was a that was a great twist. And see, I don't think we would get something like that if they made just a split sequel no but i mean i get that yeah i do think this, I, I really I do think this like film, i do think this film glass, in a lot of glass being the so mastermind behind everything sure is, Re- yeah. returning to your argument about the split sequel thing i all i'll say is that i i think that they give us enough of the the resolutions of like what was up with kevin and everything mm-hmm. in this film i get i get everything i need in it I don't need more. So, and, and I promise this isn't me like combating you, but like, would you prefer the split movie sequel to not be about superheroes, where he's actually has a disorder that turns him into a super beast? 
No. Uh, like what? What would your what would your well, because be? all of all of all of M Night Shyamalan's films for the most part have a supernatural entity yeah. in them, and I I, I you want it to be supernatural I or aliens. I will I will buy that split or aliens. I won't buy or that. Or murdering plants. In a, in a way, <laughs> superheroes are super, are supernatural. In a way, all superheroes are supernatural. Um, and, and, and Captain America. I mean, in a way, some of them are. Um, and and there's many different ways superheroes come about, and one of them is a supernatural way. Doctor Strange. Yeah. 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 Um, hells, uh, you can make a case for a lot of them, but you can have that there's this supernatural personality in... Like, there's something supernatural about having 24 uh, personality disorders in someone's body, and you can have James McAvoy exploring, you know, exploring the different ones and have Anya Taylor-Joy there, and there is this beast, this this monster that has that he, they have created, and maybe the movie could be about the horde. Almost in like a, our book, Monstrous. Pick in of the week. a in a psychiatric... I don't think you should take out the setting of the psychi- of the of the psychiatric hospital, but you have it more about it, it being in Kevin's head. That's the kind of movie I would I would see. I'm not saying. Have you that seen um, um, uh, Tarsum Singh's uh, 2000 movie Cell with Jennifer Lopez? I've not. That's a movie about going inside the minds of serial killers, going into their dreams, and it's really nightmarish. And I think you might actually really is that like the that. one Vincent D'Onofrio? It is. He's a serial yes. killer. I want to see that. Yeah, I, I, that's that's my list. exactly what you want. Then actually, yeah, yeah, that's on my list. I'll check cool. that one out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I think that the 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 split resolutions i think they work pretty well i don't nece- i didn't necessarily need it on a taylor joy in it yeah but i but i like her being there because i like finding out yeah she put her own girl in jail yeah, yeah she's with the I, foster a family part of me yeah. she's really, living the good life a now part of me really yeah. wanted she works at the zoo way the overseer <laughs> to be the one who put the uncle away like like circumstantially oh yeah because yeah. they're all in the same city sure no so i had like, a feel no i had the Going back to split, I had a feeling at the end of split because when she's talking to the doctor or the the to cop about like, hey, your uncle's here. I yeah. was like, ooh, she's gonna. Does she have Stockholm syndrome, or does she just really like well, Kevin? I think that's she, the thing because this no. is like a couple weeks after. I so think like, she realizes because going back to split, Kevin was like, I did something horrible, didn't I? All right, there's a gun, end me, and then obviously his other personalities take over. I think she has, she realized that Kevin. The real Kevin is a good person. Yeah, she feels she has empathy for him. Yeah, she has empathy for Kevin, not necessarily for maybe Patricia, the uh, Dennis, or it's, all the other people who screwed with her. I think she also read about him because it's clear that there's word about him out on the internet because yes. Joseph looks into it. Yeah. So uh-huh. so there's information about like Kevin's dad, you know, and she's picked up pieces from when she was there in Split. So I think she kind of has a better window into sure. who what happened to Kevin specifically. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the bit where when where Hedwig is I just keep wanting to say Wendell, but <laughs> when Hedwig tries to escape and turns into different personalities and then you see him transform into Hedwig again. Such a good James McAvoy. So yeah, when good he's Kevin and then and then Hedwig pops back out and she's holding his hand and he's like uh-huh. <gasps> You like Kevin now? Yeah. I, love, I really loved all of his transformations. As like when uh, he's Jade, and then when he's the twins. Uh, oh, the twins are so good. How are. did he do that? And they even are. when he's that um, that guy speaking Spanish. Yeah. yeah. All of his the professor. Yeah, the, the professor is like, like, like I'm a I'm a professor of Japanese film, 1950s to 1980s. That's so funny. Yeah, I was like, they have to introduce themselves each that time. That is again. very specific. Um, also, I like the inner. I think my favorite personality going from Split and in a um, glass of Kevin's is Patricia. I, I just high really priestess. Good. I so like oh, the reason why is I like her mannerisms. I like how she's like she's this very ones, a she's PB like the James. royal like the part when uh, um, Elijah first comes in and tells the plan is like I need to speak uh-huh. to the beast and she's like man I was like Patricia but I like your manners. 
Yeah. It's like, and he calls her ma'am and everything. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, I got to say mine with the film now done is Dennis. Okay. I really like Dennis. I like that if you look at Split all the way up to now, you see that Dennis was never fully on board. Is he the one who is like, I didn't want to do any of these <clears throat> killings. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, a, he's the one with the clean. He's the, he's the one who always arches his eyebrow. He has yeah. the clean. And he, like, he's, he's the clean like, freak what yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. he's the one who would listen to Patricia and and everything. Because even in Split, they established that the thing is that his problem was that he was very obsessed with watching young women dance naked. Yes, and he knew it was wrong, but he he still had trouble fighting that. And so he always knew this was wrong too. He was always on some level against it. You could see it even in his portrayal of Dennis and Split and it carried over into this and I like that there's actually a resolution arc to that of him resisting and saying I'm not part of this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I thought that was a great turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I even like um like when I don't know if it was Patricia or someone else but she's even like I don't even I don't even know if I believe in the beast but anymore. It was Patricia, yeah. yeah. And I was like Man, Ellie Staples doing some damage on you, girl. Uh-huh. Patricia, you're the high priestess. Come on. Right. Oh, yeah. I just also the end credits. I just love how all the different names. It's like Patricia, Dennis, Kevin. Da 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 da. Oh, sure, sure. All the James back. Yeah. James back. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I want to say something that that really that really bugged me. Bugged me the most, and I think is going to launch us into a big big argument. All right. Hey, they're constructive not arguments aren't. They're not bad. called limited editions. They're called miniseries. Get it right, Shyamalan. Oh, uh, I don't care. That's just that was me yeah, being funny. I, yeah, no, it it kind of it does bug me like five. I think minutes. it's just him wanting to reference where he worked. Yeah, I, I get, think so I get, too. but like, she, but they're like the limited the limited edition. The limited editions mean something else. Come on, man. Come on. You you should supposed <laughs> to be a comic book fan. Yeah, this whole movie's about comic books. He didn't get that right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, oh. that didn't bother me that as much. I didn't really. I, I can see where you're coming from. It's not like a thing that I. Sp- I know. I lay awake <laughs> crying about this. So I'm on your. I think I'm good. Cool. Um, so we have, uh, Elijah has tricked them. Mm-hmm. He's been swapping the pills. He yep. tricked them out of, uh, doing the proper surgery on him. They have all these cameras set up, but somehow they're not seeing him do this all the time. Which mm-hmm. actually works into the ending. It does. In a good way. No, yeah. it does. Yes. But I, I mean, uh, but I mean, you and I were both sitting there like, they, uh, they they're like, have you been leaving point. your room, Elijah? And it's like, why aren't you? They literally at the made a point to say, yeah, there's a hundred like, cameras. Look, yeah. look at all these yeah. cameras. There's a hundred of them. There's like over a hundred. I can but see it, your but it every well, movie. It also, it also implies that, because uh, there's that part where he goes in and he hits on the computer and he hits record and yep. then it shows him spinning himself in the hall to make sure they saw him. Yep. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, maybe he went in and wiped the footage and cleaned the camera so they didn't know he was leaving his room when he was and all yeah. that. And that I could buy. Yeah. Um, because and I they decided I, to lobotomize him. I do like oh. how they step up his intelligence. I love when he's interacting with all the different personalities that James McAvoy is putting on display. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the like Hedwig, I feel like dancing, he's like, then the dance. dance. Yeah. And he, dances. And he claps for him and everything. It's, it's really good. I really like their He's a good criminal mastermind. Yeah. He really yeah. is. Uh, I thought Sam Jackson pulled out a good performance that still and felt I, consistent to his love, original character. And like, you know, like I, I really like comic books, so like I, I enjoy when people talk about comic books. So I really like this character who like <clears throat> he was born with the worst luck. Like literally, he moves and he dies. Like yeah. it, it's a bummer. So like mm-hmm. he hasn't. He's been trying to find his place in the world, and unfortunately, it's being a bad guy. He's really good at being a bad guy, and he goes full hard. Like he's already killed hundreds of people, but now he's like, yeah, I'm gonna. I fa- I found my hero and I found my villain. We're gonna make this shit real, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and even he has even if he has to pass away to make it happen. Yeah. I love it. So but, all three all three characters pass, and I yes. really like I really like uh I what I just wanted to talk about stuff before we got yeah go ahead oh, too yeah, sorry yeah yeah uh uh 
they uh, the fight that happens between David and the, and the Beast. Yeah, outside. Yeah, the um, van. I could have used a. This is where I wanted to talk about. Like, I could have used just a little bit more superhuman acrobatics. Yes. Or or something, especially on David's side, to show his strength being comparable. Especially giving in to the ending yeah. of how like people watch this footage. I'm like, I could have used. We, I didn't need to be an Avengers fight. Yeah. We we but did I get a few. He punches vans and he punches like through the van. Sure, sure. Which is not a lot, but it's something. No, it's yeah. Rea- it's realistic again. Like yeah. No, yeah, but uh, but I want but I want. I wanted something that, like, if I watched this on YouTube, it would convince me a little more. Yes, yes, yes. I, I needed something a little more than, like, more antics like the beast running on all fours, which is a great moment. Or uh, the beast the, flipping yeah. over the car. I, yep. And especially from David, I just needed a little more of that. I, I, I'll agree with David. I think yeah. the beast showed, like, this dude's climbing I think the beast, on walls. I think the beast running. had it a lot. Yeah. But I, I could have used more of it from yeah, David. I'm, yeah, like, David, it could have been, a, I, he probably could have bent that steel bar a little easier. It's just yeah, a little more like to... flinging each other in the air or like yeah. landing a punch that actually sent the beast flying back. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. all. That's, that's what I was talking about in the beginning. Like, yeah. it's a little, he's a little consistent with his powers, not a lot, but I would and, have liked a little bit more strength. And you think from him. after doing this for almost 20 years, he, he'd be somewhat good at it. He should only be getting stronger. Right? Yeah. You, you think? Yeah. Like maybe when but he's, he's always pulled his punches because he's never hit anybody as hard as the beast. Right. That's true. Well, but then you have a moment. Think about it. You have a moment like at the end of Superman, of uh, end of Justice League Unlimited where he's fighting Darkseid with Brainiac and he just goes, oh. I've always wanted to let loose. And he just yeah, yeah. S- sends him that's, flying. That's what yeah. I'm saying is that what I wanted to see because they, the whole thing they imply is Glass saying, well, if you're a normal man, then you can't get through that metal door. And then he yeah. starts going into Busts it. And he doesn't it. even seem to fully believe, but then he starts to and he gets through. Yeah. So yeah, he knows he's super strong. So in that final fight scene, what I wanted was also, for him to fully yeah. put in a big punch and it actually send the beast across that grass field. Maybe him yeah. being an old man has something to do with that too. Because he is at, he is old in the movie. No, I get it. But yeah. I just, I no, wanted I them agree, to sell yeah. me. I'm just trying to think of, you know, like, he looks that beard. He does. Yeah. He kind of looks like my dad. I think the real reason is budget. But I, I, good. I just wish that something had happened on David's end to sell me a little more on the super strength so that when people are watching the video of him, they're like, man, that dude was super strong. Yeah, I can strong. agree with that. Yeah, Because yeah. people, the, the videos that we saw were like, you, I see these videos on YouTube all the time and nobody yeah. thinks he's There's real. There's the, uh, uh, Elijah specifically went into the tunnels because it had the most cameras. Yeah. You definitely see the beast ripping dudes apart in that tunnel. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's throwing them everywhere. <clears throat> That's well, real good. I love how... I love the like the 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 third or second or whatever twist it was when uh, Sarah Paulson when Ellie is in the comic book store just probably out of sheer curiosity and she's hearing those two comic book geeks talking oh yeah about the mastermind the mastermind and she realized yeah, she three twists in this movie yeah oh, and God. she goes back to look at the to get the footage she's like someone was streaming everything and then yeah you stream it to Elijah's mom mm-hmm. so hey, I we revisit the comic book store from Unbreakable. Yeah. that was cool yeah that was yeah. really cool um I. I thought that was re- that was actually really good because always because the whole when Elijah says, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to Osaka Tower and blow it up," yeah. I'm gonna blow up the chemical plants because like a very generic. Like, I'm so plot. glad that was not where the movie went. Yeah, I was really too. happy they didn't even get close to it downtown. It stayed Philadelphia. personal and intimate, and I appreciated that. So they yeah. kept teasing it, and then he's just like, "Nope." I was like, "Oh nope. no, that wasn't my real." Everyone's plan. dying. <laughs> that wasn't my real plan. Suck it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I didn't like. The aggressive drowning of David. I did no, because I, his uh, his fear is water, and he's the most powerful man here, and he's drowning in a tiny puddle. A tiny puddle. Uh, That's what it takes to defeat a superhero. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Now. I, I, I just di- I dig it. I just didn't I didn't love it. Why not? I I couldn't even tell you necessarily. Just watching it, I was like, yeah. I don't love this. Yeah. This specific. The more thing, I, the more I think about it, specifically with the ending and his whole thing of like revealing superheroes to the world, like uh, uh they all had to go, but. 
it uh, worked out for the mastermind. Still. Megan Megan made a counter to it to me that she would have preferred. She also didn't like that, and she would have preferred that he'd he'd drowned in the tub. Yeah. And that then they'd shot the beast, so he died, and then he died. But the, that nobody had to. Have but we to, wouldn't have had that great scene with I Sarah un- Paulson. I understand, and and I talked to her about that yeah. too. But I I also understand that like I just didn't I didn't love the the drowning. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's fair. So yeah, they they all die. And what I like I like Glass's last words, which is I'm not a mistake. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that's really effective. Really goes back to his character arc in yeah. the first film. 100. Uh, percent I thought that was really good. Um, you know, we you know Bruce Willis touches Sarah Paulson's hand, and we get this really creepy um, flashback. Yeah. Flashback. We they can't get their own room. They, they have to. I wait guess not. <laughs> they have to wait for the all the wrong people to leave, and then, and then they get <laughs> sinister. Then they close the curtain and they turn silently. Yeah. So let's kill everybody. <laughs> and again, I am not Shyamalan trying to have a Jordan Peele moment. Yeah, there. Uh, I I really like. I mean, I like aspects of Sarah Paulson's character. Again, I don't think sure. she had a lot, but like that's the scene where David's dying, and she's like, "David, did I almost convince you you were normal?" Yeah, because like I'm part of a bad group, and I wanted to help you, but you're making me kill you. I would have let your I would have let you go. I would have let you go. If, yeah, yeah. convince you you were normal. You again, this again, bring like bring up X Men stuff. This reminds me of like the beginnings of like realistic X Men, sure. where you have the purifiers who don't think they're doing anything wrong. They're, they're on the side of humanity. Killing heroes and villains is a is a neutral position, and I really like that because they're not quote-unquote evil they're trying to uh, bring humanity to a balance right they're almost they're, like a thanos their plot reminded me a little bit of the movie hancock which is which is which she says specifically and only specifically the, this moment when she says when one of you shows up another one is not far behind oh yeah okay and i was like it's hancock? a superman theory isn't that the superman theory from doomsday, from clock? doomsday clock yes it is this is the superman theory when or, superheroes show up more show up right or just like one comes out in public more will come out in public yeah. kind of yeah. thing i really like that and yeah. and glasses thing is like do you guys really think we're the only ones in the world come on come on use your brains like i i the more i think about the ending uh i really like i wish the journey there was a was a little smoother yeah, yeah i just I, don't think it's as effective as it could be i, I like, agree yeah i like the ending a lot of it being that it was and this is why i like don't mind the movie being called Glasses because it was Elijah's arc and it was yeah. his whole goal from Unbreakable on yeah. was that he wanted to reveal he themselves won. to the world and know what his purpose was and he won. Yeah. He did and it was his story and I like that ending. I don't love the execution of the Secret Society reveal. I agree. I like the idea of it but uh-huh. not the execution. I 100% agree. Well, let's get this wrapped up then. Wrapping it up like um, a mummy. Final thoughts and rating uh, Sparks. You go first. Oh, man. Um, oh, I think that this did... Cine- <sighs> like on a <laughs> on a musical and personal level, I think this did a good job of trying to blend the different stories of these characters together. Um, I feel like it is a culmination of their two stories, and it does do that well. There are things that I feel run a little too long and could have been given other moments to other things about the story. Mm-hmm. And certainly I stand by that the execution of the Secret Society reveal, regardless of how good the idea is, isn't so great. Uh, I... <clears throat> I remember now that I was going to bring up that uh, I I was talking to Megan about it, and if he'd had the foresight, it would have been really cool to see Sarah Paulson be one of the people countering Dr. Fletcher's arguments in Split. Oh, yeah. Oh. okay. Yeah. But you would have wondered why Sarah Paulson was in this exactly, movie. Exactly, but, yeah. but it would have been cool because that would have also been a good setup for this secret society thing, yeah. her just being a counter voice to this, like their delusions. That would have helped a lot. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. But just something was needed to establish it a little better. But ultimately, I still like the way the story plays out. I, I think it's strong that it is this, as brutal as it is. I, I like that it, it's bold. Yeah. It took a risk and it was different. 
that it kills off those main characters, but it, it does have that revelation to them, regardless of that I think some things could have been done better about it getting there. And I do think everything blends together And there's well. no reason to think that that institution didn't have a bunch of other people that we didn't focus on. Sure, and I'm, I'm overall satisfied. Yeah. Yes, um, there is. Huh? Yes, there is. There's a, absolutely there's a big reason why why we should think that the people. No, like what them I aren't what there. I mean is like there's probably other superheroes in that. Place. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think so because Sarah Paulson just got there. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry, corrected. Although, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah. but there are others out in the world. Yes. And so it's it's a good, I I like it. It's it's a solid follow up. It's not exactly what I pictured. In some ways, that's good. And in some ways, that's not so great. It defied but, my expectations. I'll yeah. Say that. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Can I think about that? Sure. Ben, final thoughts? Great. I'm after like just straight marathoning um, Unbreakable Split and then finally Glass pretty much in like the span of two days. I thought this was a, I mean, the ending is, I I didn't really like the whole secret society thing, but I did like the end twist of how Elijah, how how Elijah's real plan unfolded to foil Sarah Paulson's secret society thing. All in all, I actually really enjoyed how um, this movie takes both Unbreakable and Split and mixes them together. Like even in the end credits, you see how there's like an Unbreakable and Split in the Shattered Glass. So I really, I really like this movie, and I mean, I still think Unbreakable is the better film. Mm-hmm. I think James McAvoy does a better job acting in the in Split. But overall, these guys, especially James McAvoy, he um, was amazing in in the Glass, and I thought Samuel L. Jackson, he did a great job in this movie as well. So this is it, it was it was good. I I left the theater like that was a good movie. My mind didn't wander. I had a good time. I would say this is a 7.5. Ryan. Draw rural comments on fire documentary. Still doesn't take responsibility. <laughs> That's a headline. I uh <coughs> I I like this. So first of all, this movie has a 30 something percent on tomatoes. Much like 36. The, much like The Predator, yeah. I think uh, while not a great movie, that is way too low. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh yeah. The critical response to this movie has been like vitriolic almost. Um, I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. If you like those two movies, like you're gonna get more of those two movies. Um, some of the some of the plot structure and some of the the choices were like, eh, it's fine. But at the end of the day, at the at the end of the movie, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Yeah, I um I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. Um, I, however, do disagree. I just can't get over. It. I, I do think uh, the stuff with Split doesn't work of, as well as the stuff with Unbreakable. Um, I don't think the pacing is necessarily as good as Unbreakable. It's uh, you know they're both slow films, but I think Unbreakable is better paced than this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a it's kind of a problem. And like Ben, my mind did wander, and I kept looking at my watch, being like, "Are we almost out of here? Uh. This is this is a little long now. It's only two hours and nine minutes. Shouldn't feel three. Mm. Um. Uh, I do think two thirds of the split of the twists work. Uh, I, I think I agree with Sparks that the idea that of the secret society should have been a little bit teased uh, early on, especially if you have three twists in a movie. Yeah, tease one of them early on, and probably you're good. Um, I think with all that said, it's a fine film. It's 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 not the follow up I uh, expected. Um, maybe not the follow up I wanted. I I don't know. I you know I'm still a little conflicted on this film. It might grow on me as as time goes by. I feel like that um, might be the case. Yeah, I uh, I mean like in general, I think this is a film that might age a little better yeah. than people think. I I think Unbreakable and Split are <coughs> far superior at this moment in time. Split is my favorite. In the I would still agree that I think Split is really Unbreakable is and Split are better than this, but it's not like. Oh yeah, I wouldn't argue that. I think yeah. Split. I think Split is the is is my favorite in the franchise. It's almost like I a downward in quality, but not yeah. bad quality because they're um, all good. I would give it a six. I think a, a solid six uh, for this one. 
Uh, Sparks, do you have any idea what you want to read? Yeah, I think yeah. I'll go with an eight. An eight? Yeah. yeah. All right, then that'll do it. Let's get into our next segment. Uh, Unbreakable. Welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Shop. Yeah, hi. Um, Do you have any books? Can you be more specific? Um, Anything readable? So moving on, it's our book club. Sparks, what do you got for us? I have Monstrous by... Uh, Marjorie Lou. Hell yeah. And uh, this was one of my Christmas gifts from Ryan. Hell yeah. Which I really appreciate. This is a good book. Uh, this is wild. It's it's <laughs> it's deep. It's it's great. a lot. It is crazy. Holy shit. I, I told Ryan the other day that I was like, this is this is dense right off the bat with yeah. uh, it's uh full world building and world. mythology. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I will say like right off right off the top, uh Sana Takeda's um art is incredible. It's, uh, uh, I said to Brandon, a big fan of Stepan Sejic. Yeah. Uh, it's very, like, beautiful anime women-esque. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was, like, a, a manga that was there an aggressively uh, Is there an aggressively attractive Aquaman in this? Aquaman. Uh, I, was I don't know if there's any. Uh, no, but there is a Cthulhu-esque monster. That's why um, I like it. The Egyptian uh, aesthetic myth- from Cats. mythology that I'd see. Uh, a lot of things that yeah. they throw in. I, I really appreciate because I'm a big fan of that. Um, so seeing a lot of that aesthetic brought in along with the, the steampunk levels to it as well, I, I really enjoy. Uh, this is a story about uh, a girl <laughs> who is also a, uh, oh, what's the word for them? They're a ro- Arcana? Arcanian. Yeah. Ar- yeah. yeah. Um, they're magic people. They're, they're born of half ancient and half uh, human. So some ancient people bang some animals and stuff. <laughs> right. And they're considered monstrous. Yeah. And she looks more normal than most. Um, and in the beginning, she sneaks into uh, a stronghold mm-hmm. uh, of humans where she's trying to basically just find information about her mom and murder some people along the way. Yes. She's a seventeen-year-old 17 uh, amputee. Year old. Yep, and uh, and then it's she gets the information about her mom that not as much as she wanted, and she steals a piece of this mask that triggers this thing out of her arm, and everything goes bananas. This ancient Cthulhu demon. Cthulhu god. That's now inside of her. Like that's inside cost, of her. Constant three eyes. Kind of like a Venom situation. And then and then has to go on the run. Yeah. Um, this was this was a crazy book. What do you guys think? I love this book. That's why I bought it for you. Because it was, it's, on, it was on your real list. It's real good. Yeah. It's real good. I, Little Fox is the best character oh, I've ever, ever uh, seen. Kip, uh, yeah. Kippa? 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 The cute, maybe the cutest thing I've she ever is. seen in my life. I really I like the cat. Cat. Uh, uh, <laughs> Master Ren? Yeah. Yeah. No, I two tails. So I was reading this. I love. I love how they say. I like the world building. I got a big Final Fantasy vibe from this. Yeah, hundred percent. Like magic I, versus technology versus not, like regular humans. Not yeah. just that, but they're talking about the age of the um, the Arcanians, the humans, the this priest, the high, the mother superior. Yep. I'm reading this. I'm like, this could be like the basis for Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, this is like a rated, like a very mature, uh, a very mature yeah. Final Fantasy. Obviously, I but totally I, got that. I as I kept reading it, I was like, man, this is. This is pretty. This is pretty trippy and wild. I'm really yeah. digging this. And again, it is super dense. Like it throws oh, yeah. you right in with lots of names, lots of things, and like lots of at the end of every issue, there's like a little uh, a, like little a, blurb a little from a, little a blurb. professor cat. Yeah, who's professor cat now, updating you on the history of the world. About the lore. <laughs> no, sadly, I actually didn't read the lore because well, you should have. No, no. Here's uh, once again. It was five thirty in, mor- no, in the morning. I, I get it. It was five thirty in the morning, and I was reading. It, I was like. And I don't know why, but for like high fantasy stuff like this, I can like pick up. I was like, okay, magic. I I can roll with it. I can yeah. roll with it fine. I'll probably go back and read the lore because after I it's, was done, it fills in gaps. Yeah, yeah, but after I was done with issue six, I was like, 
it's 6 a.m. I gotta go to sleep. I really want to read issue seven. Yeah, Damn. yeah. It's really it's the art. Really the strong. art is gorgeous. The oh, yeah. like the combat is really fun. Like the imagery of her like becoming part of that monster and like it comes mm-hmm. out of her amputated arm. Yeah, is super wild, man. Oh yeah. Uh, so she talks about um her grandparents being Chinese immigrants and Marjorie Liu. Yeah, yeah. And uh and that that being like listening to stories from them. And uh, that that being a lot of the reason why she she said in the back of this book that I have she said that she'd always pictured a, a strong girl uh, standing up on a battlefield um, resisting, but uh, she never put the whole narrative to it. And then she realized that she wanted to like tie it into a lot of the the stories that she'd gotten from her grandparents and be re- very representative of like uh, the the xenophobia that can be oh, 100%. To this is all about yeah. racism 100%. yeah and, and specifically for immigrants and refugees and and um traveling into new parts of the world and, and being accepted and I, I think that really it's a really strong story for that i really like it a lot um the 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 mystery of like uh constantine that oh, they yeah. keep alluding to, yeah, the, which like is the, really uh, great. Like what uh, happened there? Yeah, and yeah. and uh, her whole moment with the the creature inside of her when she's in the sarcophagus, I I really enjoy. It. It's a freaking sarcophagus. I love all the Egyptian yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, and they go to the 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 world where they have the like the the queen wolf lady yeah, like, and oh. all that. That stuff is insane. I'm like, I, I need to into see a furry, more of this. A furry convention. Oh, all the time. man, <laughs> I'm, I'm so into it. Uh, this is this like is such a stuff? it's such yeah. a beautiful world to look at, and it's really well executed. There there's some. There's some like gaps in like in beats that happen in the dialogue. Yeah. Uh, for me, like it just not not necessarily covering the things I I want them to or saying things in a way that's kind of you know what this reminds me of. Um, the last time I felt this way about a book where it's so like heavy in mythology, it was like Saga, where like oh, I could sure, see this sure. being running like a hundred issues. Right. And like it's so it's, dense. It's very beautiful. dense. It's very well built for its world. Um. And the whole time she's talking to her, her she's not right. It looks like letter writing, but it's mental she's that narrating. she's talking to her friend. Yeah, yeah. but they uh, make it look like writing a letter uh-huh. in the way that they do. And her it, friend which shows I appreciate. up at the very, very that yeah. bitch. Yeah, I'm very curious. She calls the council. She calls yep. the dawn council on a dawn. Oh yeah, there's like there's the the, the, the council. There's like flying the, the, angel the, men. The yes, dawn and there's the, with, the, with his purple scythe of death. I'm there's the cat with a samurai sword and like an eye patch. Like yeah. y'all, oh it's really hard to talk about this one because it's it has it's so much happening yeah. in it. Um, and let me tell you how good the series is. Uh, so last year for the Eisner Awards, it won Best Continuing Series, Best Published for Teens, Best Writer, Best Painter, Best Cover Artist, B- Book of the Year. Ooh. It won every single award. Nice. It is stunning. This book is so good. I'm glad I reread it because I definitely want to yeah. pick up Volume 2 immediately. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I highly recommend this. This yeah. is a great read. It's um, it's Again, it is stunning. It is gorgeous. It really is. Um, it's, it's a very cool world to step who's, into. Who's the art? What's her name again? Sana Takeda? Uh, Sana Takeda. Sana Takeda. I love how, especially with uh, um, me, her na- the main character's name is Mika, right? Yes. My, uh, Micah? Something like that. Yeah. Hold on. I'll look. Yeah. It, the book's right in front of me, but I have a microphone Maya? in my hand. Maybe. Um, I just, I, I love her art style because it's very detailed. Like, you get a lot of the great um, steampunk aesthetic, but also. Yep. Just Micah lo- Heffel. Looking at Micah's face, it's like, you look straight out of a manga. You look like an anime, but yeah. that was colored. And this is really really cool i am digging this 100 percent um marjorie Liu and this lady also worked on x23 in 2010 really yep that's so awesome they, they've worked nice. together before yeah in sh- shows yeah this is a this is a stellar book i'm glad i'm glad you picked it 
Oh yeah, I'm glad I helped you pick it. Yeah, thanks for getting this for me, man. I'm I'm invested. I do want to read Think more. Think Image for making really big books really cheap. No, it's it's, it's really great. cool. Yeah. It's really great. It was ten bucks for the for like a double sized volume. Yeah, Holy the next the next volume is ten bucks too. Yeah. So Holy I'm probably gonna crap. pick it up soon. Yeah, dude. All Image volume ones are nine ninety nine, no matter how big they are. It's amazing. Wow. It's yeah, because so I when I was I was reading this on online, I was reading the first issue online, and as I was reading, this, I was like, God damn, how long is this first issue? Yeah, it's it's a long. Oh, game. it's a long first yeah. issue. It is a long the first chapter. Yeah, it is a long first chapter. But I was really really enjoying it, and also I liked how um, one of the reveals I like is uh, Atina. Yeah. So Atina, obviously, uh, her and Atina are uh, her Atina and Sophia, who's like one of the head like science ladies. Oh yes, of, yes. Of um the humans, and they just like despise the Arcanians, and obviously they they have the hots for each other because um after she sure. gets burned they they kiss and stuff. But then she goes and sees that one Arcanian um her brother. Her yeah, that's a brother. Blood that protects- looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's like it's like oh you're a halfling oh shit oh shit it's one of those like oh shit moments. There's there's a her, lot to explore because her lover despises the Arcanians, but she is half Arcanian herself. Yeah, so it's like oh man, it's good dichotomy, go- good politics, what's, man. What's gonna happen? Oh shit. Uh, so yeah, there's this like Cthulhu demon monster living inside of her, and he's like, you cannot stop me. You have no power over me. I am a god, and she's like, so I spit on that. If you're so godlike, then why the hell are you living inside of me? And it's just silent. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so good. <laughs> and she swears a lot in this, oh, and she's yeah. like she a does. rambunctious young teenager, but like dealing with this godlike entity inside of her, like she's trying to find her mom. Like this poor girl's going through so much, but she's so tough. He's like, yeah. oh hey, how about you give me control of everything, yeah. and I'll give you something you want. And I'll make like, sure oh, you survive. It's like, what do you what do what do you have that I need? Your name, son of a bitch. Yeah. The the high priestess who sucks the life out of her daughter when she comes back, yeah. scared. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That that whole no. thing of like when they suck the person dry <clears throat> looks real good. Yeah. The mother superior. Yeah, that's, that is, that's who we mean. That is a Final Fantasy villain if I've ever saw one. These are and all that, definitely Final when Fantasy. When she takes yeah. off her mask. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to like poke those eyes out. Ah. Doesn't she turn into like three eyes? Yes. Right? Yeah. She has oh. three eyes. That's why she wears her mask. Yeah, it's like great. Her, like when I first saw her, my my first thought went to the judges in Final Fantasy XII because yeah. they have that kind of aesthetic. And then when she takes off her mask, uh, it just it actually it legitimately freaked me out. Yeah. When I saw those three eyes, kind of kind of makes me think of the uh, the like from the original manga version, the the homuncula, the homunculus, like um, the uh, ultimate one being homunculus from from Fullmetal Full Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, the, I, the like the final one because it's like a conglomeration of large eyes. Okay. And oh, a black okay. mask. The yeah. the like homunculus guy. I never got that far in the manga, so I know I will eventually. Brandon, what do you think? I didn't read it. Oh, okay. I was having a hell of a week, and I did not have the time. I thought you were going to say, I was having a lot of sex. (laughs) 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 I really thought that's where you were going. I mean, knowing me, well, (laughs) I wouldn't blame you, but no, no sex for me was had this week. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, guys, Montrose is really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. Hell yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. I recommend it. It's awesome. I uh, also recommend it. Ben, it's your book club next week. Do you know what you want to oh, do? Oh, shit. Or do you want to wait till we announce it Let's later? wait till we announce it. I didn't completely forgot it was my turn. <laughs> okay. Awesome. It's not like we do this every month. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to next week, guys, uh, we have a review special for Dragon Ball Z Broly. Bra- Actually, uh, excuse Dragon me. Ball Super. Thank you. Broly. Thank you. Sorry. Actually, no. Dragon Ball Z Broly is over. It's dead. It's done. <laughs> doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. Actually, Ren, I do have a book club for next week. Okay. You have a book club for next week. <laughs> Superman Red Sun. Good oh, pick. yeah. Good pick. Oh, all right. Yeah. Good pick. It's been a while since I read that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, so, yeah, a uh, review special for Broly, for Dragon Ball Super Broly is coming out soon. Uh, take a look. Uh, take a listen for that. Broly. Um, Broly. As you guys know, we are a Funko affiliate. So, use the promo code, use the sh- 
Use the link in the description <laughs> and at checkout, use promo code SHOP10 for 10% off your purchase. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Jeremy Vellucci, who does our intros, our intros uh, and whatnot, all of our musical Thanks, themes Jeremy. and whatnot. So you can find him at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards on Instagram. Suburban Proctologist is his show. It's a little quiet right now, but it is coming back in a big way uh, someday soon, I hope. You can find that on iTunes. Take a look at all those, uh, those really funny episodes. Let me tell you guys, these are hilarious episodes. Uh, you can find that also facebook.com slash super proctologist official Instagram at subproc podcast. Mike Matola, thank you so much. Thank you for so much for coming on last week, Mike. We thank greatly you, Mike. appreciate yeah, thank you. Mike. you. Uh, thank you Mike. He, he did our logo for both Mythelaneous and Fake Nerd. Um, you can find him at Mike, Mike Matola. Speaking of Mythelaneous, I know we promised the episode was going to drop last week, but due to personal lives, my schedule specifically, we could not do that. Uh, so we are hoping for this week. Yes. To get a new episode. It's out. okay. The professor gave you a week extension. You're good. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I really <laughs> needed that. That's good because Brandon's report was not ready. It w- my life was not ready. <laughs> um, uh, y- you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast, FakeNerdGuys at gmail.com. If, if you'd like to get in touch with us personally, you can find us. Oh, man. You I'm at BT McClure there. on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Ryan, where are you? Uh, Sparks, have you watched the American God Season 2 trailer? Uh, no. Okay. I'm at DJ Tony Snark and everything. <laughs> ben, where are you? Uh, besides playing Kingdom Hearts to, to, the, to get ready for three, I am uh, at BenMagnet27 at Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, boy. Sparks. I'm going to go see Broly for a second time. Broly! I'm Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Brother. S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. <laughs> Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Special effects, brother. Rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next time, guys. Go stay. see Broly. We're going to go see Super Scions. Jesus. (laughs) He cracked himself up. That's good. (laughs) Stay fake, nerds.